Hey everybody, welcome to the Smoking Tire Podcast. Real quick, Smoking Tire Podcast is brought to you today by Auto Tempest. You've heard me talk about them before. Auto Tempest is the easiest way to search the most amount of car websites at one time, right? Most amount of reach, least amount of work. It searches all the top car listings in one place, sites like cars.com, eBay Motors, Car Soup, Cars Direct, and many more. You even learn about things because I had never even heard of car soup before, but that is a, apparently a place to buy cars. Uh, you, you also search many individual dealers and private sellers. You can compare that with the results from Auto Trader and all of Craigslist, not just local Craigslist, national Craigslist. So you can find the exact car you want for the best price without wasting a ton of your time browsing around all these different sites. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like sometimes you're just browsing, sometimes you're really searching, you need a car, and it's like you got 12 tabs open and you're bouncing back and forth and you see the same car maybe on a couple of places and then it's just, it's just a disaster. So this brings it all onto one tab. It makes your life very, very easy. Autotempest.com. Just check it out. That's it. Uh, and, uh, what else we got? The Smoking Tire Podcast is brought to you by Dylan Optics Sunglasses. I don't know if I've actually said this before, but Dylan Optics are now available in prescription. Um, the process is a little bit trickier. It's actually done individually. I hate to be the guy, but if you are interested in these awesome Dylans that I've been wearing for, at this point, almost 10 years, and you've gone, and you're like, but, uh, Matt, I have a prescription, so I can't get those glasses. No, you can. You can, and I will help you. If you need a prescription for Dylan's, actually, just email me, mattatthesmokingtire.com. You'll get me directly, and I will send you to the right person. Um, they have a uh, an optometrist now who can help make these lenses. You just send in your prescription. It's very easy. Dylan Optics, if you, wanna, if you don't need a prescription, go to thesmokingtire.com. Click on the Partners tab, and there's a Dylan banner right there. If you buy a pair of these amazing sunglasses that I love so much, I'll send you a free T-shirt for supporting the people who support our show. Uh, also, are you into watches? Me and my friend Cameron Weiss, a master watchmaker, have a new podcast about watches. It's called Watch and Listen. You can watch it on YouTube, or you can listen to it on iTunes or uh, Android platform, Shout Engine, just like this one. Anywhere you get the smoking time podcast, you can also get the Watch and Listen podcast. Uh, and uh, lastly, 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 Beeline Coffee, delicious brew, the official caffeinated beverage of the smoking tire. Uh, I've got my own roast. Uh, we had our roast. We went through it. We got a new roast coming out, new smoking tire roast coming out soon. Let's look out for it. In the meantime, code TST uh, will get you 15% off anything from the Beeline Coffee store. This stuff is a uh, delicious micro-batch coffee from the greatest coffee-producing regions around the world, whether it's Central America, uh, Africa, the islands. They have it all at Beeline Coffee. They have decaf. They have espresso. They got it all. They love cars over there, and they uh, they sponsor a lot of racetrack events and the grid life and stuff like that. And so we love having them. We love drinking the coffee. Code TST, 15% off anything in the store at Beeline Coffee. And now, on this week's episode, we have a pair of folks who couldn't have been luckier to find each other. It's basically that we have Yeti and YOLO, which are not their real names, but this is what they actually do go by now, and and they are overlanders for life. They're like nomadic, um, 
wrenchy, off-roady, camping, rugged, inventing, doc- blogging, vlogging. Like, they were like the same person doing the same thing. And then they found each other and now they do it together. They're like, they're so fun. This is such a great conversation. Please enjoy this episode of the Smoking Tire podcast with our new friends, Yeti and Yolo. Hola, folks. Smoking Tire Podcast. Bienvenue. Welcome. Sunday afternoon. It's a Sunday. You got us to work on Sunday. <laughs> Actually, the only reason we worked on Sunday, with my respects to Yeti and Yolo and their travel schedule, which we will learn is very hectic, is that Hannah went to Brazil. And I don't have a girlfriend, fiance, for a weekend. So I'm here. Hi, guys. <laughs> hey, Hi. what's up, Welcome. <laughs> Yeti, Yolo, Yolo, Yeti. AKA they know each, they know each other. <laughs> <laughs> that was for the audience. I, I was just doing forwards and backwards. <laughs> are you here with somebody? Are you, are you You guys should meet. You should probably hang out. You need Welcome. to ride somewhere. These guys rolled up fucking actually it's very beneficial that it was on a Sunday because you rolled up with matching Wranglers, matching trailers, but like they have. They each have two seats, and you guys presumably enjoy each other's company. And yet, but not that much. Not <laughs> enough. You like. You're like. Oh, we'll hang out after we're done driving. Uh, absolutely. That's gangster. Explain. You need, you need two unless one goes wrong. Yeah. This. You guys are overlanders. Like real overlanders. I guess so. If you you put a label on it, bro. Your Jeep doesn't have a fucking body on it, homie. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Pretty totally. sure. Yeah. And and you have a matching trailer that you apparently made. Yeah. I built that. You're an overlander. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There it is. You are. There it is. And uh, you as well have a, a Jeep with a matching trailer. Did you make yours too? Yolo? I wish I did, but I didn't. You did? Okay. No. Build not bought. <laughs> no. It's okay. Listen, I pay to have people build my things, so I respect both sides of that equation. Um, and I saw, I checked up on some of your stuff. Tim, Tim was a follower of yours and said, you, these guys are hilarious. You got to get them in the show. Um, I'm casually into off-roading, but... Correct me if I'm wrong. You guys were doing the same exact thing, but not together. Absolutely. And then you yeah. found each other and started doing it together. That that's the the pretty good. Is that explanation? The shortest possible yeah. version. Yeah. Of yeah. Give me yeah. the real. Give me the accurate version. So yeah, we were basically kind of living the same lifestyle uh, on similar paths and found ourselves kind of crossing over a little bit there and. It was one of those things where social media actually had a positive influence on our life. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the rare, <laughs> the rare <laughs> moment. Yeah. yeah. But she was out there, uh, I think, in Central California at the time. Huh? And where were you from? San Diego, originally. Both California, though. California. That's, not, that's not horrible. No. 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 It could be a lot worse. It could be a lot worse. <laughs> I mean, it could, if you were doing the same shit and you were in, like, Kyrgyzstan, it could right. be a real problem. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so you, like, find each other on Instagram, is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. And then what? Slide uh, into the DMs and yeah, she got creepy real quick. <laughs> oh, it's always me. It's just ding hashtags. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure she was like, "Whoa, a guy with tats and a beard on Instagram. Yeah. I've never seen one yeah. of these before. It's fresh. Yeah, it's <laughs> fresh. Where am I going to meet a bearded dude <laughs> from Southern Hill hat? The ones that live out of his tan vehicle. and a sleeve." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it was exactly that, really, though. We were kind of just living our lives. I, I found myself in a uh, comfortable position in life, worked my ass off to get to where I was able to play the more, majority of the time. And well, that's nice. Yeah, it was it was a good place to be, but at that time, I was kind of doing that like self, 
evaluation, a little life check and realize that no matter how many cool things I had, you know, I had the Mercedes, the Audi, the new trucks, the RVs, the boats and all the other crap, I still felt like there was something more out there. And that's when I became, I guess, uh, open to the idea of just kind of walking away from it all. And through almost like, all of it, almost I Let me get rid of all of us except this fucking kick ass Jeep <laughs> that everyone's gonna think is the fucking shit on the ground. <laughs> exactly, functional. It is functional though. Yeah. No, like I, I, gotta, I, you know, I call it. I gotta take that one dig, yeah. but it's awesome. It's well, a fucking cool I, Jeep. I call it Yolo bait. So, oh yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, okay. Self acceptance. That's good. Yeah. So you walked. What was the previous gig? Uh, you like a dentist? I I really want to be so yeah. funny if you're like. Oh, Can we take guesses and how close yeah, are let's, we? Let's shoot a couple. I think Southern California, San Diego, but but good money. Hmm. I think you worked for a weapons manufacturer. Man, that's pretty solid. No, nope. no. Okay. No. I'm just gonna go real estate. Boom. It real was estate? real, real okay. estate. Uh, was a side gig. Uh huh. And you know how that works. And then at the same time, I was like restoring classic cars and stuff like that too. So I had a a uh, little shop going too. So. Cool, cool. Yeah. So that's where the ability comes from because yeah. you built a lot of your stuff. Yeah, exactly. Okay, gotcha. Yep. And then what about you, NorCal? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, was working for a beer distributor, oh. and so I ran the media department and did all the graphic design work, things like that. And uh, I just found my it, similar situation. You know, I was happy but not happy, and I think the more people pushed, like. Ah, you're out there and you're exploring, you're doing all these things, but you need to start saving for family. You need all the like the typical stuff. And I'm like, that's not. I kept feeling like uh, I needed to grow up. And I'm like, you know what? No, that's actually not what I want to do. I want to do something completely different. So we found each other and I quit my job, moved down there, and we decided to just do something different. So you're just like wandering the earth now? (laughs) Is that that the thing? Yeah, it was was a real like legit fuck it moment where we had that all night conversation where you lob those dreams back and forth that you do in life. But by the end of it, we both committed to actually doing that shit. So, okay, the actual plan. Mm -hmm. What is the plan? That's that's a heavy question just because it seems like we made those plans set set the goals then crushed them and kind of had that weird hangover moment after uh-huh. getting to that point so they're kind of always evolving right yeah at the time what was the first plan the yeah, original plan yeah the first plan was to start going out and adventuring a little more maybe spending a week here two weeks there we kind of just kept expanding it but at the same time we built the yeti built shop where he was building a couple projects and doing some things to help fund it and then I did all the graphic design work, built the website and all those things to help fund everything we're doing. And then we got to a point where that's all we were doing was the shop work, just to afford to be able to go out. And we're like, what are we doing? Yeah. So we just kind of closed up shop and made it a full-time gig yeah. to just travel doing, around. And, okay, what do you do? Just do media stuff for uh, funding or sponsors? Uh, or that's what's a good the, question. What's so the deal? She's a like freelance graphic designer, so oh. she does a lot of that stuff. You can do it anywhere, yeah. right? Pop up the laptop and do that. As long as you get uh, internet connection somewhere, you can blast that stuff off. Um, there's a lot of rad relationships with brands that do product testing on board because uh. 365, the stuff's on there, and it, it shows real quick when it has a shitty hinge or something mm-hmm. like that, you know? Yeah. So we get we get involved in a lot of that kind of stuff, and then as things escalated, it kind of got to the point where uh, just making a living living at this point is 
vague as that is, it's kind of like rolls into n- another thing. Into well, you another create thing. a lifestyle, yeah. and then brands yeah. Yeah, pay you to uh-huh. be associated with that lifestyle Absolutely. one way or the other. Absolutely. I know that hustle. Yeah. It's a good hustle. <laughs> yeah, it's a trippy hustle. It's a trippy hustle. But it, it I mean, if you, Welcome but to if, the you future. if you live reasonably cheap, then you can take make yeah. take it pretty far. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. And you do YouTube videos as yeah. well. Start. Just started a YouTube channel, and uh, that's documenting a build we're doing. So kind of a good way to circle back to answer the question. Uh, to date, we're doing like a partner build on an adventure dream rig. So that's a source of income that can help right. bankroll the rest of the year kind of thing. So, cool. Yeah. Okay, so you started in San Diego, I'm guessing, mm-hmm. right? And you're here today. Is this the beginning of the journey, or you've been, you must have been on many journeys before this? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So it's been, we, we pushed 500 days. Well, before that, we lived in a tiny house cabin. We so Did when I moved down, <laughs> we we I picked wish. up like a 1920s, 1930s uh, national forest cabin that was completely remodeled, and that's, uh, that's that awesome. was the first step out of that all night conversation. One of the things we said that night was like, "How rad would it be to live in a little cabin up in the mountains and just say fuck it to all the other stuff?" So we pared down our life swooped up a cabin within like 30 days of making that decision. How tiny was the cabin? 400 446 square feet yeah. small it was small. It's like a little bigger than this room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty small. It's it basically one big square yeah. and then two walls for a bedroom and that's a like little door for a bathroom. That's like the cabin in Hateful Eight. It's basically the cabin in Hateful Eight, right? Have you seen Hateful Eight? That's like that's oh, about wait, the, ca- the one-room the- cabin <laughs> yeah. where they all fucking freeze. The one yeah. room that was actually bigger, I think. <laughs> that was a lot, lot shit went down in Hateful Eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have room to shoot at each other. And, you know. They had four cabins, that's for sure. Okay, so step one, tiny cabin. So we did that for a year and a half. Then we decided to hit the road, and we did that for a year and a half. So we did that for 500 days. Yeah, 500 days out of the adventure rig. So in that 500 days, uh, it was legit sleep in the tent, um, camped on the shore of the Pacific, Sea of Cortez, the Gulf of Mexico, and the Atlantic, and then I think like Lake Michigan and a bunch of other bodies of water. That's awesome. And we just bounced the country and and hit Baja a couple times and just kind of stretched our legs. Which wow. rig is the adventure rig? Well, I'd say you, both of them. So right, we, okay. um, so, sorry, for that trip, were you in both? both Jeep we were in the Yeti in, okay. the, in, in Some, my rig. Yeah, gotcha. sometimes mine, some, sometimes his. It depended mm. on where we were, if we'd leave one behind at a friend's or place mm. like that. When you drive in one rig, who drives? He drives. Always? Well. That face said always. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of hurt a little. You do, let, a little. <laughs> you do let me drive, but he's a driver. And if he sits passenger, he's like, come on, let me drive. You a little antsy. <laughs> Wait, so for people listening real quick, will you just break down the, the, the two rigs and like the difference? It's kind of cliff notes. Yeah. And we so, can do imagery here, Tim. We so can't for people watching, which, obviously. Which one do you want to for, start with? Start yeah, with, start with Yeti yeah. since it's right there. All right, so that's a Yeti is the person and the vehicle and the shop. It seems <laughs> right, <laughs> almost like I'm on the run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a '97 TJ, little Jeep Wrangler. Uh, started life bone stock when I picked it up. So it it looks stock now. Yeah, I yeah. I, I kept <laughs> the stuck. grill, part of the hood, the cowl, and uh, windshield and dash. So and the frame too. But that, that's my rig. Uh, it's pretty purpose-built. It really started out life as like a weekend rock crawler type uh-huh. build. And 
evolved into what, what kind of monster it is today where I'm trying to do everything with something that was really never meant to do everything. Right. So kind of like a Swiss Army knife. Mm-hmm. And it's a VA, right? Yeah. And you so, put LS in it? Yeah. We did the uh, 5.3 variation of the LS platform. So Is that easy? It was the first one I had ever done, and YOLO and I took on a challenge to see how fast we can do it uh-huh. with the tools we carry as our trail repair tools. So Interesting. like a 250-piece Husky kit from Home Depot, <laughs> yeah. an electric impact, and a borrowed welder. And f- day five, it was installed. Day seven, we drove it out. Wow. Wow, that's quick. So, cool. No lift, nothing. Is there? Uh, did you guys have a like an engine swap kit or exactly, like a mount kit yeah. from somebody? So uh, we worked with a outfit out of uh, Utah called... Novak Jeep conversions and they have it sorted so well it's kind of like that you go to Home Depot or somewhere like that and you buy a, a sweet new barbecue yeah and you get that book yeah I just did that <laughs> it was, it it was like that <laughs> yeah and we learned to wire and do everything so uh, wow. it was That's a good thing about LS swaps uh, everyone's figured one out already it, I, I think written an instruction I, yeah I think they dubbed it it's so easy a Yeti can do it uh, <laughs> it was kind of ridiculous yeah <laughs> So, That's cool, and then yeah. you made this like custom trailer mm. that uh, that goes with it that kind of matches. Uh, it's like exoskeleton sort of style. Yeah, yeah it looks like both something like out of Halo almost, right? Um, yeah, exoskeletons on both. It's got like a desert digital camo kind of thing. It's like a lifted trailer, which I have never seen. is awesome. And then there's like a pop tent on top. Exactly. So those tents are pretty cool. Yeah, how, they, how quick they does that go up? Five minutes and we're sleeping. That's awesome. Wow. So. Bedding inside and all. Really? Really? Oh yeah. Is, is, That's it, is it waterproof? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We've been in some gnarly storms. Really? Nothing. <laughs> legit storms. Yeah. Like rain, snow, wind, tornado. What Tornado's are we talking about touching here? Touching down. Yeah. We slept a night. The first night in Iowa, we're fresh out of California, and we post up on. Right next to a cornfield, obviously. One <laughs> other option do you yeah. have in Iowa? <laughs> I think it was. I think it was an hour in, and we were like weightless in it. It was trying to wow. lift the trailer off the ground, and we did, had no clue what was going on. It was that's crazy. It was a mess. Like heavy canvas, so you have some yeah. good insulation. Yeah, yeah good call. That. It's like a ripstop material. That's gnarly, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was legit gnarly. <laughs> so we've but been the in tents lifting up. I'm like, hmm, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I know. Well, kind of. I mean, there's a bunch of room in this trailer what else are you carrying in there so the trailer i tug around is mostly like a cargo trailer so i haul all the all the crates of gear dry dry goods supplies stuff like that if we're doing extended stay Mm -hmm. Uh, really kind of a purpose-built trailer that can follow the jeep wherever it needs to go so departure angles are real radical Uh, it's all tubed out so that i can rub it on trees and rocks and uh, articulating hitch so if either the jeep or the trailer rolls it doesn't affect the tow vehicle or the trailer that's so. amazing oh really yeah wow wait wait so it's like a swivel hitch on it so um, like they can articulate fully independent every direction yeah oh, yeah so you can close cool it like that? a book you know oh. I've, I've done uh transitions through like uh, like a river ravines. wash oh yeah. yeah and had the top of the uh tent on the trailer touching the top of the jeep oh weird so whoa yeah kind of bug you out a little bit yeah, there's no bind the the beautiful thing about that uh system is it's super well-mannered on and off-road, so it doesn't translate between the two vehicles. It kind of eats mm. it up in the middle, which is huge for us because at times we run like the traditional ball, mm-hmm. and that can get a little squirrely at 80. Right. You know, and get that yeah, little you get the sway. Yeah. Does it, oh, does it eliminate it eats, some of the it sway? It eats all that oh, stuff up. Nice. So it's good for us. That's luxurious. Yeah, wow. I, I like that. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, seriously, so when you're going, you go 500 days, what is, your, what is a day 
look like? Man, that's a good call. Every I'd say every day for me starts with a full systems check. I'm under the rig, checking all the witness marks and tightening bolts and kind of sorting things because we use those things every single day. So every day you're transiting somewhere. Typically. There's we've done extended. What would you say it would been? We've yeah, we've stayed a few weeks at places at times, and, yeah. and that's when it gets real comfortable. You know uh -huh. what I mean? Because yeah. we don't always drive around unless we decide to head to town to get more water or supplies. Honest yeah. question, because as <laughs> listen, Jews, we don't really camp. Um, <laughs> I love driving off road, but like I don't really. When you post up somewhere for like a week, fuck do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, for that, that's a lot of time to be in the woods. Like, make you make your fire, you gather your more wood in your water. But like, what do you do for you know, all that time? You know what? It's there's a couple ways to put it. One way is it's like a reset button for life in a way because you kind of fall into more of a natural pattern every day. And Up with the sun, down yeah, with the oh, sun, kind of thing. I don't know. I like rhythm, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I actually. You would think that happens, but for me, I like to hibernate. So I sleep mm -hmm. in because the campfire life's the best part of camping, right? Where yeah. you're around. So we do those super late nights and we'll sleep into 10. But I mean, there's always something to do. It's, it's, we traded all those like responsibilities in your average life for maintaining the things we have that uh, allow us to go do the things we do. And some of that is like maybe she has to bust, bust out some work or I'll do some writing projects or things like that happen. Collect firewood. Yeah. That's <laughs> <it>. Collect <laughs> and, and yeah. then collecting firewood. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that's kind of eats up the days. And like when she said we stayed three, four weeks in one spot, it's almost like a blink of the eye because you kind of fall into that pattern just like you would get up and take the dog out mm -hmm. and take the trash out and do all that. It's just you find your way that way. So the it's desert has become one of our favorite spots just because you can stay long term. You have the beautiful nights that are open and, you know, the clear skies and all of that stuff. So the desert is a place, especially like Southern California, the Southwest mm -hmm. is a place that always draws us back here for that reason. Where's your where is your favorite desert? Like glam, like glamorous desert or like <laughs> or like uh, high desert kind of thing? Well, like Utah desert. Our favorite spot has has been in Anzaborego. Oh yeah, so yeah. down there by the Salton Sea yeah. in that area. Yeah. So that's, that's where become Ford one of developed the Raptor. There's a lot of uh, Ford Raptor I testing in Anzaborego. Ah, I can see that. Yeah, that's ideal for that. Yeah. So like even as simple as unhooking the trailers and setting up camp, we'll jump in one of the rigs or both of them and we'll go explore. Oh, okay. and you could eat up an afternoon doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, get out, go hike, and do stuff like that. Uh, She's right. I'd say that desert's probably one of our favorite. Catavina in Baja, though, is just surreal. What's so, a, well, I've never been to that one. What's that one about? Oh, it's super unique. There's uh, like the saguaro cactus. The um, on like steroids, they're massive. You go to Arizona, you know the saguaro cactuses. These are like ten times giants. Like, really? Giant. Oh yeah, they're monster saguaro yeah. cactuses. Monstrous. Yeah. Oh, that sounds appealing. And then there's uh, like the acacia bushes and things like that. But the thing that really uh, sucks you in about Catavina in particular is it's the only place on earth that there's a bujum tree and the what bujum tree and it's where dr seuss went before he had all the illustrations done so oh, you know really? those really whimsical tall how do you, do you know how to spell bujum tree you'd ask you all of that i believe Sim? is b-o-o-j-u-m bulgum the bujum bujum yeah. tree oh yeah. fuck Whoa. that looks just like a dr seuss tree that they're crazy. makes all the sense and they're giant yeah so, so it's super whimsical there <laughs> and, and crazy yeah b-o-u-j what was that tim l-o-j-u-m yeah yeah That's so super. and then the petroglyphs and stuff down there you could just mm -hmm. wander around and see a bunch of that so that place is pretty rad too 
Cool. Because you guys were just down there. You led an ex- like a expedition or whatever you want to call it yeah. down there, yeah. right? Yeah. So our, a Baja Adventure Rally. So we call it the Yeti Built Seven Fifty. Ooh, so, and that's what your T-shirt is. Yep. What's it's seven hundred fifty miles, maybe. Yes, that was the intention when we started the rally, but it's turned into a 1,200-mile-plus oh, yeah. rally. That sounds like uh, Mercedes and BMW's naming schemes. They have nothing to do with what the actual size of the engine is. Yeah, yeah. I saw your map through Mexico, and I was like, that looks like a lot of 750. <laughs> <laughs> was, was, the, was the plan to do, like, 750, and then people were like, why don't we just do the 1,000 since we're oh, here, man. and then it just kept expanding? You know what? It, I think she let me kind of route the first one out, and I did like the counting the digits on the hand. I'm like, it's 750 miles. It sounds good. <laughs> yeah, as the crow flies. Yeah, like, yeah. 15 tanks of gas later, I'm like, oh, man. Oh, it was hard because we, we found going a few times certain places on the map we wanted to go, and that kind of directed the route we were going to take and mm-hmm. then when we added it all up we're like oh, that was a little longer that's yeah. all right how many okay. scouts did you do <laughs> oh ton we have a guide service that runs i think three or four full runs before we each year before we go oh, and wow. we did five four wow. three or four ourselves before that so you scouted a 1200 mile loop Hell four yeah. times what and then ran do? it for the ran it again <laughs> yeah. do you even need a fucking gps by the time you do it <laughs> yeah. no we don't use gps no so you, you don't scouted no no sir. just you two scouted it yeah. wait ever before. Or just it's, on this. It's in there. She, you know what? I'll answer both those okay. questions. She's really good at like map and compass. Like legit does that kind of stuff. Me, not so much. But yeah, we definitely scouted it a few times before. And then when the guide service is obviously down there quite a bit uh, because trails close, things change, things get washed out. Um, you, so a guide service is a thing down yep. there. It's yep. a business. Yep. And you hire them. Yep. Absolutely. Oh. So we have fixers in all the villages. I that's and towns. a thing in Mexico. Yep. Oh, well, it's but, a it's a state it's service. Yeah. yeah. American guys that know the area really well because they've been running the Baja One Thousand yeah, races yeah, yeah, and yeah. all that. Yeah. Oh, this is years. this is their gig. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're killer at it. So. Oh. How, you know, how chill. Yeah. So it works that's good nice. for us on that. And then you know we have the chase truck and all the things like that because when you're bringing people from all over the country with like the the variation in rigs. Yeah things get sorted out real quick you know? <laughs> yeah. like what the jeep's really good at the subaru isn't and right. what the subaru is you know oh is there subarus on this shit everything, rally car everything yeah rally Raptors, car off-road rap- tacomas really Jeeps, yeah what so, would you say is the, is the minimum vehicle that you should bring for something like this the subaru is pushing it we, we had to do a lot of bypasses but but was it like an impreza it was what's the suv that's out right now the the Forester? Uh, no, the Crosstrek. Oh, the XV yeah. Crosstrek? Yeah, with a lift and all, you know, all the bitching stuff. It's pretty cool. That's a bold I mean, move. it's pretty bold. Pretty, pretty cool. bold. It was yeah. bold of him. We yeah. were proud of the guy. We, we called it ambitious. <laughs> and he, went to, he made it back. I mean, he had I, what I was saying out there was like the most remote stance nation ever because yeah, right. <laughs> it was like I think he pushed some ball joints out and all oh, kinds no. of stuff. But he so killed it. What about like stock Raptor or ZR2? Would that yep. probably be okay? Yep. If you don't mind losing the rear bumper and stuff like that. What about a Safari Porsche? Safari 911? Oh, I like the idea. I like that. That's what I'm building. Talking my language. Uh, there, well, I'm just thinking, fuck, I'll come on this shit in a press truck. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be amazing. Range Rover? Yeah. Definitely uh, yeah, Range Rover, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Windows up, AC on. It would be, it would be delightful. It would be exactly <laughs> be how this Jew would like to go camping. 
<laughs> he, he says that, but we did a week long trip through Utah doing exactly the same thing with a trail full of trucks, and I was in the F one fifty in air conditioning, chilling. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was in a Previa. We, yeah, <laughs> but it was awesome. It was the best time ever. I, I think I need to hang out with you more often. It's fucking, it was fun. <laughs> so yeah, we've you done, think off roading in your? Th- like, we, we've done two of these videos called "All Cars Go to Heaven," and we just buy a Craigslist vehicle for you know the the bar or the the budget is set at whatever. First time we did, we bought one car. Broke a Jeep and then bought a $300 Tercel and made it the rest of the way. Holy hell. And then yeah. the next time we bought two, one was a Previa and one was a Hyundai Accent and drove them across all of Utah. It was, uh, you know, the backcountry awesome. discovery routes? It. The oh, Butler yes, maps? Absolutely. So, yeah, I, we did, I did the Utah backcountry discovery route so in a Previa, in a stock That's Previa. Awesome. I didn't even put new tires on it. Stock, whatever, mm-hmm. for whatever, who knows how old the tires were. Oh. Well, whatever hell, tires they're they're it came they're holding there, yeah. They did hold there, Because yeah. the Tercel, we blew a tire in the first one, and there was a spare in the back that was a snow tire, and we're just like, well, let's see if this works. And we put it on, it worked, yeah. and we drove it. Yeah, if so you guys want to do done. some, dude, it's very, very fun. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah. That would fun. be fun. I like it. Well, the new, you know, the new very uh, new trend is uh, lifted sports cars. Off-road ah, sports yeah. cars is a new thing. I love it. Because, you know, as the new sports cars get very, very fast, the speed limits aren't getting any higher, mm-hmm. so you have to break the law by ever higher numbers to have have any fun in these cars go to the dirt whereas we've got so much desert and nobody yeah, cares out there right. there's no laws what's the difference but you know it's like so i'm doing nine the 911 i love it i'm That's doing one of those ass. yeah yeah but people are also doing like 240z's and like miatas and like uh, rear wheel drive sedans like crown vicks and oh. stuff like that and uh and it's super fun you know loose surface big fishtails and sliding around and that's the shit now. Yeah, that looks baby. Awesome. That's like sports cars are where it's showing at. up to a big pond with a little fishing pole. Right, that makes it fun as hell. Hell, yeah. And even that, yeah. Our, even the cities that we live in are all the roads yeah. are all trashed. Yeah. You know, so it's cool. Um, um, how many cars or people went on your trip to Baja? So we have a pretty low limit on how many we let in, just so we can like keep them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten was our max this time. Yeah. Seventeen people and ten rigs. Do the rigs all? Do you all caravan together? Or do they get oh, pretty absolutely. spread out? All right. Yeah, keep it, keep everything tight. It's radios, uh, all that. Kind yeah, of stuff. it's it's not competitive. It's more about the experience. It's kind of like a lifestyle retreat. Uh, we had a big push for a long time as we were uh, running around and posting stuff on social media for uh, a chance to maybe do a leg of one of our journeys, and it led to that event. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just exactly what we'd be out doing. Just Kind of hyped up a little bit. It's like adventure drives, really. Yeah, yeah my totally. friend Rob. Have you done? You, you know, have you heard of adventure drives? I can imagine. My what? friend Rob and I did, took this road trip together, like in sports cars across Europe, and people were like, "That's so awesome! I'd want to go." And he turned it into like a thing. Oh, there it is. Yeah, that yeah. that exact trip where so you set up exactly everything yeah. we're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, super so. fun. So you got Raptors, a Subaru, uh, a bunch of bunch of Jeeps. I'm guessing yeah. predominantly yeah, Jeeps, there was- right? Four of it, four yeah, Jeeps. All the variations. Yeah, all the, a YJ, our two TJs, and a JK, yeah. JKU. Tacomas are big now, so yeah. I mean, people are pumping those things out, so mm-hmm. we had a couple badass Tacomas. We had that Bronco. How old full was size, Bronco? like an OJ Bronco showed up. Oh, cool. Oh, those things so, are badass. Yeah, They're and, in good, good investments yeah, right now, actually. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you listening live... Is our live stream good? Yeah, For those good. of you listening live, uh, if you want to ask Yeti and Yolo some questions, get in on that super chat action. We'll get to it in the second half of the show, or questions about anything fucking else. Do you guys read about the new Bronco 2020? Uh, you know what? All I saw was a silhouette under a like 
curtain it like type a tarp. Yeah. 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 But what the a, dimensions look right. It looks boxy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's supposed right. to have solid rear It looks the correct silhouette. Well, yeah. we'll see. So you're thinking IFS up front? I think probably. I, I mean, I mean, what do I know? I don't know yeah. shit, but. I'm sure. That would be, I'm that sure. Would, probably, yeah. yeah. It's going to be they, driven on streets. And more. they said it was going to be more Raptor oriented. Oh, you know, well, probably. They wanted to go after then. the Wrangler, but. Yeah. IFS would not be quite as rock oriented, a little mm-hmm. bit more high speed oriented. Yeah. Well, it seemed like this year. So I, I edited some highlight videos for King of Hammers this year, and I, the drivers were kind of split between IFS and solid front. Mm-hmm. And it was one's good for the, you know, it's like which, what you can try to go fast on the sand more, or you can try mm-hmm. to, you know, be beefer on the rocks. Yeah, I'm, so. a, I'm a solid axle guy, but when you talk King of Hammers, it's hard to deny what those IFSs are out there doing. They're, they're slaying it. Yeah. I mean, at speed, they're killing it. And then they're still hitting all like backdoor and all the other uh, hard obstacles, so you can't deny that. I think I, I'm just old school with with the idea of a solid axle because I, I know how to fix them. Right. I could uh, I could take a, a axle yeah. shaft with me on the on the trail and. Do you? Oh yeah, we have extra drive lines and everything, so we take extra his, drive lines. Do you yeah. literally have an entire extra drive line front and rear for Two. both rigs? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Cool. I, I mean, you got to think ultra remote location and something as silly as like. Uh, U-joint goes out. Yeah. Or you uh, twist an H-block in your driveline like I've done. You're not calling anybody to help you. Most of the time, you don't even have mm-hmm. cell service. So Wow. We've kind of pared it down to like the mandatory spare parts and the tools we need. And uh-huh. then, uh, like what would break that you need to get out of there? Uh-huh. And then what can you just yeah. deal with until you get And then we parallel the builds as much as possible. Now with the 5.3 in mind, it makes it a little bit more difficult but we try to do like same lug pattern on the wheels and tires on the trailers mm-hmm. and the rigs uh similar parts that we could just swap and carry one spare of, of each yeah that works yeah yeah so i mean we stretch things out as much as you can but you know it's like oregon trail it's like buy wheels and axles You're like ooh, i spent too much money on, on cows and clothing Shit. <laughs> that's so true that's more such wagon a good wheels. That's badass. Yeah. So, you need, so you need a five three then because yeah, exactly. I mean, that would actually sense. right yeah that would actually be economical Right. For you guys, because you'd only have to carry one engine's worth of spare shit. Yeah, exactly. So tell us about the other rig, Yolo's, Yolo's rig. So mine's a, a manual, uh, the four liter, inline six. And so it's still got a stock engine, and it's running strong. So there's no reason to switch it over yet, except obviously the dream of having the LS in it. Do you um, prefer uh, how having you know been around off-road, on-road with both, do you think the LS improves the truck a bunch or not is it not much different well it's about a hundred pounds lighter that helps he can leave me in the dust and he can haul our trailers up steep hills a lot better than i can so yes okay, so it's better. <laughs> okay. now that that's yes. sorted and we get better gas mileage out of it right. gets better gas mileage right. too. Four yeah. terrible yeah from gas all right cool so ls is better okay cool now that we've solved that what else you got in there uh, I've gotten a set of Rubicon axles because it didn't start out as a Rubicon. So it's got the Dana 44 axles in it with the upgraded uh, G2, the full setup of gears in it. And uh, it's got 35 inch tires and just a bunch of awesome rock parts put on it yeah. that you just put on recently, actually, right before we came out here. It's a nice pair. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. It works. 
You know? I like it very much. We recently put on like the inner fender liners and the hood louvers to help with the heat because those they tend to just over it's overheated quite a few times. I did. Um, you have an enclosed cabin. That's yes. really where I, you can lock things in yours. That's where, I can roll my windows up and yeah. turn my AC on. Yeah, he Yeti's cannot. has a, only a front <laughs> window. There's no other glass or any. Is there even like a, a, a cloth or a, whatever you call it? Uh, Soft top that covers that at all? I have a little bikini top yeah. up, up yeah. on top, but other than that, no, it's full-time open rig. <sighs> I've had icicles across the roll cage inside as we go Ooh, through snow fuck. blizzards. And <laughs> See, are at that point, are you just torturing yourself? I mean... <laughs> hey, I was in the cab, too, for that one. Yeah. It Were was. you like, when we get home, you're putting fucking doors on this thing. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but wait, where's home? Oh, <laughs> Do you guys uh, have a home at the moment, or your home's parked out in the parking lot there? Technically, that, that's our home. At, at the moment, we are doing a, a, a build out in Iowa, and it's temporary, and, and it comes with a house that we're staying in. The build comes with a house. <laughs> <laughs> so we bought this skills. broken Jeep, and uh, it did have the optional two-bedroom. <laughs> Well, we get out to Iowa over the summer, and our first night there, we go through that thunderstorm. The <laughs> yeah, the, with all these tornadoes touching down around us, and we're like, we're not going through the winter out there like yeah. in a tent. No. <laughs> yeah, brutal. No, it is brutal. It was like minus 19 with 40-mile-an-hour winds. It was Ooh. the first time I ever took swings at the air. <laughs> I, was, I felt like I was being assaulted. We it get was, it at the gas station. He gets out, and he's pissed. I'm like, what's your deal? This wit throwing your I've never seen him do that before ever. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna beat up the air. I'm gonna beat up the weather. Yeah, that's exactly the move. I was the was the windiest I've ever place I've ever been, I Agreed. think. Agreed. It was uh, so crazy. Agreed. Everybody talks about Wyoming. I'm like, you haven't spent any time in Iowa. They talk about Ireland. Like it's Ireland is like it's like right before the pleasant wind becomes unpleasant. Ireland's like, la, 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 the wind is so great. And then I was like, fuck! It really is like yeah, that. It's 100% crazy. that. Yeah. So you're doing a build there? Yeah, so we're putting together a Jeep build for a client, and it really kind of turned into a bigger thing than we thought it was. Originally, it was a couple conversations we had about what would be the ultimate adventure rig uh, based on our experience with ours. And, and what would that be? Well, does it have a solid axle? It does. It does. <laughs> does it have windows that close? It does, it does <laughs> have that too. <laughs> the compromise, right? <laughs> the compromise. Uh, yeah, so we went with uh, a JKU, four-door Jeep, and basically kept the frame and part of the body and just went big on everything. The LS3, the GM Performance 495 uh, engine, and went with full-width 60s, Terraflex axles front and rear, and just really wanted to make it as super robust as possible because it's going to do all kinds of incredible things in its life so cool it's wow. a lot bigger and stronger than even our rigs so one of those kind of throw all the big parts at it so that it and with the longer you know it's the longer one do you mm -hmm. is it a four-seater or did you just use the back for other stuff it'll be modular so it will be a four-seater but it's actually going to be like a three rig variant so there'll be i'm going to do a complete aluminum rebody on it and it'll be like an expedition type rig where it has compartments and slide outs and all the things you would want on like a super extended stay across africa or somewhere wow. like that that's sick and cool. the idea of uh, that rig we dubbed ADR, Adventure Dream Rig, was to make it so that it isn't a one-off rig. Everything that I'm going to build, including the body, will mount to factory locations. So that if you pulled up in another four-door, you could literally just unbolt that and slide that body on. Uh, I think the second 
variant in the body is more of like a hunting rig where we'll have like a guide platform oh, and, yeah. the, and the shooter's rigs up top. Yeah. And like then, the more stadium seating yeah, style? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it is going to get out and do a lot of that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And so how long would the, the changeover between like those two setups be, do you think, once once it's all done? It's hard to say, but I'd like to make it where two men can do it pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I'd say hour and a half oh, type of thing awesome. you know, yeah, yeah. in a facility cool. where it's set up to do that. Right. It wouldn't be something you would want to do just to take out for a Saturday, uh-huh. but the reality of it is it's kind of like a, a purpose-built rig so that if that was what your adventure or your expedition was going to be, right. well, of course, you're going to pack your bags and go through your gear anyways. Same thing goes with that. That's so. awesome because that way you don't need to own three different trucks. Yeah, like you just totally. Have one thing. That makes so much so, sense. But, but, Yes, you don't need to own three different trucks. But on the on the other hand, I'm thinking about it in like rich guy perspective. Rich guy, does he want one truck in three bodies, or does he want? I picture this client of yours ending up buying two more fucking chassis, <laughs> so he doesn't have to swap the bodies around. Right. Well, what part of that was was the mentality of making it so that it could be duplicated later and sold. Yeah, you yeah, could yeah. Sell yeah right. Obviously, from three. your perspective, yeah. yes, yeah. you could yeah, sell well, even kit the client, number one or number even two. Even the client had that vision and was like, if we're going to do this, I could hire anybody to build me you know, rig number one, rig number two, and rig number three, and have that rig in my driveway. But how cool would it be to then be able to uh, switch out gear yeah. for, for the application? That's pretty cool. Are there yeah. pictures on your Instagram of that thing? Yeah. If how far down do we have to scroll to find those? Uh, not too far. The Yolos? I'd say jump over to mine and yeah. scroll down a bit. Uh, <clears throat> there's the so the that's the back end of it. Yep. That's a video. You'll go a little bit further and you'll get some more pictures of it. So I broke it the build into three stages. Uh-huh. Stage one was full mechanical swap. So we uh, teamed up with Novak again out there because they're the experts in that, and we put together uh, the drivetrain and full mechanical swap on it looks pretty beefy with no front bumper Jeez. on there right. I don't know why that how big is. are those how big are those wheels <laughs> 37s oh is that all yeah i kept them real but the for some reason wide, right? why is that because there's no bumper on there why does that look so huge well they're super wide i went with the uh 70 inch wide full width like uh-huh. full-size truck axles on it Fuck, ls3 sits right in there doesn't it yeah mm-hmm. i didn't have to cut a single thing those I, aev guys use the five seven hemis mm, there you go have you ever seen I, did you ever consider that or was it always ls I like the LS because A, parts availability anywhere in the world, and B, it's just so right down the middle, uh-huh. you know? Um, it's more compact, too. Yeah, I mean, it is, it's tight, really. I put oh, that. Oh, is this your body with compartments here? Yeah, that's one of the renderings we're working on. Oh, so that's cool. That's all aluminum, and it's a loose rendering, but uh, so the parts are angles. It looks like a truck bed. It's like a backpack that hangs off the Straight back up. of the four door frame. So you'd pull the hard top off, pull the seats out, and it would slide in, and it, you could look at the rivets or the oh, bolts down the so side. So it would go cool. right over the factory body without any modifications. So the, uh, the part of the body you would keep or plan to do is like hood and doors, and then the back part Everything. is like the modular part yeah but the i would keep the, whole, keep the whole body though okay oh so does that would it slide over mm-hmm. the pickup truck bed yeah. portion of it oh neat yeah. Yeah. yeah it's got like cabinets like you'd see on the side of a fire truck or an ambulance right and then like a ladder to go up to the roof right exactly and cool. then, then doubled up like kind of the stairs up to the roof would be those yeah. would be slide outs for like the house batteries and electrical systems or gun safe or mm-hmm. whatever you want to put in each of those that is smart that's, that's super rad. fucking cool man yeah, that's sick i appreciate it you're building that you're building all that in iowa absolutely Fabbing that all in yep. iowa yep oh, well that'll man. work well with the jail you pick up too mm. wow it's very cool i was hoping so 
Have you guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you guys? Uh, have you guys like, played I thought with the about new? it. I thought about it. You played with the new Wrangler yet? Uh, we, we have out. In, oh, the JL. Yeah, yeah, yeah the new actually. one. I had we to peel her out of that thing. Oh, What's had, up like, with it? Just let me go for a spin. It was so nice. Is that it Easter was? Jeep weekend. Oh, the inside of them are insane. It just um. Well, you know, we we live out of TJ's. They, you you still roll. Well, for me, you still roll up the window by hand. If I gotta yeah. reach over, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting there rolling up the other one. You get in this thing, and it's got all kinds of compartments. It has its own. What do they call those mole straps on the back seats? Mm-hmm. Like what vehicle yeah. comes what is that? with those? It's like the, mili- the military. It almost looks like a checker, and you put the straps the through. The what? <laughs> Science. Sorry. Well, my no. bag has mole straps. Oh, so yeah. Can, like nylon loops to clip stuff. Yeah, too. you know how oh, tactical okay. stuff are. Yeah, I didn't, I'm sorry. Right I, I, yeah. Listen. They come built into it. The back Look, seats. They're awesome. That's very cool. I didn't realize that. Yeah, sorry. Jews uh, don't know the terms for these things. We just, <laughs> they, they, they call camping homeless. Right? Yeah. <laughs> nylon uh, loops to clip stuff to. Well, that's a good yeah. thing. Actually, yeah, very dude, all cars should have like a strip of nylon loops across the back seat. That would be super helpful. Right. Because right. I'm sure someone sells like a thing that loops around the headrest and you can hang the back. Yeah, my mom's yeah. got one of them trash bags that hangs behind <laughs> right. there. Yeah. <laughs> the loops would make more sense. But the loops, you could clip some carabiners and like, oh, sorry, just oh, whack your f- microphone. <laughs> That's real. Oh, that's a really neat idea. So what else? Other than the loops, was it? <laughs> did you wheel it or did just no? Just poke around? Literally just drove it in a circle around the parking lot and was fully impressed with it. I'm sitting there taking videos and zooming in on everything. It was it's just nice. It's well, nicely built. Our buddy Corey, who works for Comedia and, and works with Magnaflow, he went out to Easter Jeep weekend and they he got to test like one of the new ones and climbed uh, it was like Lions Back or something in Moab and he's not a very experienced off roader but he had video of like three wheel you know up this crazy slick rock and he's like you would not believe what these things can do you know, out right. of the box just, capability right. is right. probably they insane. just keep seeing yeah. Yeah. keep adding. Like more and more hardcore gear to what you can get off the showroom floor. Yeah, like, well, we know standard. what our market yeah. is. So. Rock right. sliders and 33s and lockers right. front and rear. The same kind of stuff they do with sports cars exactly. now. And they're adding, yeah. you know, you get crazy sport exhaust from the factory. You get hardback seats from the factory. Well, the demand's there, right? Lightweight so, panels yeah. if you're Porsche. Why leave done. all that to the aftermarket? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why the they get that money? They got to get that money. Yeah. That's cool. So, all right. next The next plan. So... You start 500 days. Well, I want to go back 500 days a year on the uh, 500 days in a row on the road, Absolutely. which is what a year and a half, roughly, roughly a year and a half. How many miles covered in the 500 days? I was well over 20,000, but a majority of it was off road. We we try to tie like say Southern California to Arizona off road. Off road, you know. I like that very yeah, much. It was fun. It have was, you done coast to coast off road? You must no, have, right? No, not off. Not completely. No. no? As as you hit the Midwest, that becomes real hard. Other than like Oregon Trail and some of those other designated things, because uh-huh. there's so much private property. Oh, that that's, yeah. stuff's super hard. It, logistically, it would be a massive thing for us to figure. How that did the out. Land Rover guys do it? Remember they did that as a stunt. Yeah, they did it. Uh, LR four, right? I think, I think they were four. promoting the LR four, and they drove from North Carolina to the Pacific Ocean, pretty off badass. road. You could do it, but you'd have to. You'd have to put some hardcore planning into it. Well, they're Land Rover. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They've got money. They got got guys. got time. What's that? Oh, it's that guy's name. Bob. Bob. Fuck. Land Rover's like head off-road guy. His name, I think his name is Bob. He was gangster. (laughs) You know those, you know those guys that are just like everything. They're so calm. They're every, whatever happens. They're the most calm person 
it says it's like if, talking to a black belt. Every like, yeah, yeah, it says the guy who's just fully in touch with what's happening right there. Um, what is the heart like? I'm trying to think of like when you're out there, like you're in the middle of nowhere. No, presumably no one knows where you are, right? Most of the time, like. Does someone have a? Do you have like a GPS beacon to somewhere? No, no. Is there like, like there's that. no like emergency button that's like the get me the fuck out of here it's button? It's probably more like our last post on on IG on social oh, really? media, <laughs> and it says like, "Hey, we're in this last town getting tacos somewhere," and then you know you could yeah. be 300 miles. From that yeah, point. exactly. Yeah. That's legit. It's the Trans American Trail that Land Rover did in 2013. Trans American ah, Trail. What's the stat? What is the? Is there four thousand miles? It says. Fuck. Whoa. It's pretty awesome. Stock, Ram, stock Land Rovers. Land Rovers are, every what time I drive the, one, I'm super impressed with how good they are off-road. They're awesome. Huh? What was the thing they used to do? The Discovery uh, thing in like Africa? Camel Trophy. No, the right. Camel yeah. Trophy. Yeah. That needs that, to come back. Those guys are all in on that. We, well, the, you guys bring that up, and we do what's the closest thing to it in the U.S. Ah, uh, in, in a competitive nature. What's that? Nature. Yeah. And 36 that's hours of URE, yeah. What's that? So the, it's a super condensed version of that that they do in North Carolina. Military style. Yeah, so, so they, they throw in the military based. aspect. So, so they, what, do you, what is it? What do you do? What's the thing? It's, I guess the best way to explain it is a backcountry endurance challenge off-road based like the camel trophy yeah so it's vehicle based uh -huh. triathlon so you have like obviously driver skills uh vehicle endurance winch skills sure. super deep on the recovery stuff so the most ridiculous like multi-point recovery snatch block off the winch type scenarios on like wet clay hills in the rainstorm at midnight type wow. stuff Whoa. so they put you through all these kind of missions you do that uh since it's a triathlon it's they added last year was like competitive canoeing <laughs> so you have a canoe on Just, top of your rig the whole time and you're I mean, the Yeti was laid over on a tree, and I'm tr all I can think about is it don't wipe out the canoe, right? That's so funny. <laughs> and then they add the... You got a bottle of Flex Seal for the canoe, right? In case you punch a hole in that bitch, there's no screen door. We yep. should have. We should have. Just yeah. And then they added the, the firearms aspect of it. So they'll, they'll fatigue you, and oh, you'll be wow. like... 48 hours into it and then you'll have like a shooting competition this sounds hardcore yeah, yeah. It, how many people and how many teams enter something like that uh last year was 21 teams 21 teams so we were one of three male female teams. Uh -huh. all the rest were male 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 which made their three total female was there any female female teams no no okay no. not yet so, yeah, we were fortunate enough to be... I can hear Jesse Combs going, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, I'm sure she could get out there pretty easily. They, they had BF Goodwrench and Monster Energy. There's a bunch of really big teams that show up for that. So there's a pro class and then like a general enlisted type class would be like your weekend warriors. And uh, that was our first competition together. And we entered in the pro class and did fairly well. We what uh, would make someone a pro? I don't know. Uh, to to be honest, that's a good question. Do you show up with that fucking Yeti and they go, mm, pro. <laughs> yeah. That's basically what happened. to sign up and they're like, well, you guys are pro class. We're like, okay, there you yeah. go. Yeah, once your Jeep no longer has a body on it, they're like, you're, you're a pro. That's pretty legit. That is how it went. Or they no. like smelled you after 500 days of camping and they're like, mm, pro. <laughs> that's a good call because we were doing push-ups in the mud at midnight in yeah. the rain and then yeah. they'd shove us into our 
wear a tent at night. Tell you know what I mean. You, you don't take your shoes off. You don't have showers. Oh, you don't wow. have nothing. So it's like obstacle course stuff. And so it's very. So it's like super physical. Yeah, okay. camp, camp style plus driving. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wow. Right. One of the best. Is there an actual military team that enters in like yeah. a military Hummer? Because no. that would be gangster. That would be gangster. But they run it. So the commandants are all Marines and stuff like that. Yeah, so they run you. Microphone. I'd love to see a stock military Hummer. It How it might do? not meet the requirements for the width. Because oh, it's so tight in North yeah, Carolina yeah, yeah. on those OHV parks. it's So there are some uh, requirements on rig capabilities there. Right. It would probably do really well, except for it could probably couldn't yeah. squeeze through a lot of the trees. You guys ever fuck with H1s? No. no but I'd Never? love to. No. I had to. one back in the day oh, as a street car. <laughs> I lived in Manhattan, and I hated it. It was the worst thing ever, except during a blizzard when it instantly became the greatest, <laughs> the greatest thing, you, you know. Shelter. No, dude. First Avenue, Manhattan, blizzard, not a car on the road, two in the morning, 80 miles an hour up First Avenue, not stopping for nobody or nothing. Rooster tails, like a cigarette boat. (laughs) (laughs) It was the greatest. It was the greatest. It was the worst thing and everything else. But wheeling, they say they're good. Welcome to my life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're slinging mud all day with no fender. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, that I feel like whoever wins that competition, they just pull you aside and they're like, ever thought of joining the military? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you did a little too well. This, this is John from CIA. Fred Williams took a, uh, from Motor Trend, he took a H1 and just like a junkyard military H1 and, and built it up and had some fun with it. Oh, I'm sure you could. Yeah. This guy I know here in LA has, has a military H1 he bought at an auction for very little money, like eight thousand dollars or something and it has no roof and it has no doors (laughs) it's like the minimum requirement (laughs) to be called a hummer it's it's not good it's not what i'd call good yeah actually he put uh for padding for the seats he just went to like a a home and garden store and just got fucking (laughs) lawn chair cushions and put them in there (laughs) yeah there's I wouldn't mind Hummers if they weren't so huge, and then the seats were so tiny. It's like a coach seat on Spirit Airlines. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like all, that, all that room on the outside, and then you get inside, and the transom on those things is huge, right? It's like, yeah, because the like, entire drivetrain yeah, is, up ah, in the, up. is up in the oh, cabin yeah. for the ground clearance. So you have the 18 inches of, of ground clearance. Sounds bitching. Yeah, it's probably great for yeah, what you guys are doing. Bitching. I think you guys should pick thing. one up. Honestly, it could be the it could be the next thing. We've been looking at the Stuart Stevenson, those big. Uh, What's that? M, I forget what the designation is on it, but it's just the giant military rigs, and they do the same. Stuart thing. Stevenson. Yeah. Is that that's the name of the rig? Mm-hmm. It sounds like a liberal arts college. Stuart, <laughs> Stuart Stevenson. Yeah. Stuart and Steven. no, <laughs> it's this guy right here. Well, well, you get a lot of weird guys. looking. What did I say? You get some weird looking humans if you Google There's that Stuart shit, Stevenson. including whoever this guy put, put is. Put an and in between those. <laughs> oh, there we go. oh yeah. Okay, so it's like a Mitsubishi Fuso with yeah. portal axles. There's people we see in Los Angeles here who basically put, you know, like boxes on the bed of this mm-hmm. that are like mini RV boxes, kind exactly. of. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Same mindset. Right. So full out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, forward, con- forward control. So that would be like a, an RV for you guys, more right. so than It'd something. Be huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's still yeah. not that big. They're pretty short wheelbase, right? Well, it's a lot bigger than a four by six tent. Yeah, but with not it's not that much bigger than a jeep pulling a trailer. True, right. exactly. Same True. footprint. Right. It's pretty close. Yeah, yeah. it's taller, but more so, inner space. Oh, and you know, you guys could ride together. 
You know what you got to do is you got to get dual controls, right? Dual controls you can change on the fly. That would be awesome. You could fab that. Get a UK spec one and a US spec one and just smash them shits together. The right hand, left hand drive style. Totally. Definitely saw a couple people in either those or something very similar in Iceland when we were there. Like a lot of... It's kind of the uh, oh yeah the next oh step. sorry yeah. top Earth top cruiser. top left picture there Tim the very top left it's the same Earth yeah cruiser, Earth yeah. cruiser yeah there's a dude in my neighborhood who's got one of these things yeah, it's like a little these box. Are about 250 plus well it's baller but yeah. you could I mean <laughs> Yeti could build that there's no reason <laughs> Yeti couldn't build that from that military truck on the other page. I've seen your Jeep outside. You can pull that thing. <laughs> yeah, I plan on it. I plan yeah, on it for that's, sure. That'd be awesome. It, and it's kind of like how you said the uh, military Hummer where you could pick it up for next to nothing. Yeah. Practically steal it. Yeah. Those things are under twenty grand with like 15,000 miles on them. Yeah. Uh, huge it's just the chassis, them. right? Yeah. Why do they have such need... low miles? Why don't they use them for longer? Yeah, I don't... Uh, I wish they, drive, could... they probably go really slow. <laughs> yeah. They'll just yeah. drive around a base. Yeah, exactly. They, they never just leave the them base. Up. Yeah. Slow car, fast house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Well, yeah. we went to, what, Overland Expo two years ago, and I fell in love with the Unimogs there. Oh, the best. Mm-hmm. The yes. new Unimogs? And I'm watching them, like, yes. flex. They're fresh, like, right? Oh, have to have one. He's like, you know how much those cost? Yeah, so Unimog- we started searching around, and we kind of came across these instead. Unimogs are pricey. <laughs> they are. Uh, Pinsgowers are cheaper. They're old school. Yeah. Small. <laughs> There's really? a Volvo, too. Yeah. 303 yeah. or something. Yeah. 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 We, we kind of sorted through them all and got to where it was like, Really, to build something that we'd really want to use and was capable of what we want to do with it, mm-hmm. just swoop something up like that—a decommissioned military thing. Mm-hmm. And that would totally, that. It totally makes sense. Yeah. Oh wow, that interior on that—is that the Earth Cruiser interior? Yeah, that, that's why it's two hundred fifty. Oh hell yeah! Pull that picture. Can you zoom Spot in on that tub. picture a bit so I can see from back here? Is that a hot tub on the left? <laughs> no, oh, that's that's a toilet. Toilet. A toilet. Oh, it's a toilet. And your head it's stays like above it like a periscope. <laughs> oh, I'm but about the top, this. The though. top flips up and it's a shower curtain. And sometimes uh, they build them where the this is actually the door to the cabin. It comes through the bathroom. Glamping. Oh, wow. so you can so you open the mud outside room. door. You have a mud room. Yes, it mud from your feet and your bum. There's, <laughs> you look like a you look like a gopher when you're on the toilet. You're just yeah. <laughs> Did he see a shadow? Did he see a shadow? I'm looking at the light. Yeah, exactly. But that's like a very like light airy cabin with the yeah. thing popped up. That's, that's very really cool. cool. Uh, Got to be a different drive. Is that does that require a different driving style when you're you know you, obviously it's not as nimble as a jeep. Mm, absolutely, it gravity, would be it'd be know. another tool kind of thing mm-hmm. in the quiver where we'd pull it out for something specific. What we talk about is having like two bikes on board mm-hmm. to cruise in. Oh town. yeah, some enduros yeah, or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, you could also fab up a dope trailer that this thing could yeah. pull on one of those universal hitches. Yeah, throw a jeep on top of it that. up. Oh my god, how meta! <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 That's cool. Yeah. That's oh man, yeah. I'm so jealous. Have you guys taken this road show international yet? Uh, just Mexico. Five hundred days yeah. a year. I think we need to incorporate boats into this. And you guys need to go to Africa or something, or South all, America. All or, about that. We're, all dreaming of that. Yeah, we were sure. talking earlier about doing a Mexico to Alaska kind of. That'll be fun. Yes. That kind of really stretch our legs so that maybe we'll be a little bit more acclimated to. Uh, Can you get? Yep. To. Yeah. Across Canada off road, you, you can go Argentina to Alaska. Yeah, well, remember our friend, right. <laughs> friend Ben, or what is it? Dar- our friend Dar- Ben Dar- tried to problem, go from right. Tierra del Fuego to Alaska in a Volkswagen microbus, 
And yeah, oh my god, oh, indeed, com- right? Combi life, <laughs> the combi life, yeah. yeah. And uh, dude, the guys, the guys. I think he made it. He did yeah, make it did. eventually. That's badass. Eventually, I think it took him like a dozen engine rebuilds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not. A, it was not a good van, but no. it was an adventure. Yeah. It was multi years for yeah. sure. Yeah, That's it was a real adventure. Yeah. But yeah, you guys in like reliable cars could probably do it mm-hmm. without a ton of trouble. He said most of it was paved, didn't he? Oh, that's intense. Where? Wait, which part? Ben. Oh, his route. Yeah, his route. Most of it was paved. It was oh, the, for sure. Yeah, the the, the well, terrain wasn't the issue. He didn't thing. have an option, the, though. The reliability you know? of his <laughs> like, vehicle. If you guys found an off-road route you wanted to take, you could take it, yeah, versus yeah. he had to stay on the highway, of right. course. Right, yeah. right. The well, other oh, thing we talk about is is going to Australia. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, that Bring the would outback? be... Yeah, yeah why not? Killer. Well, yeah. I think you guys, if you haven't been to New Zealand, I can't recommend it enough. I know they do off-roading there, for sure, but... The fabrication and stuff that happens in New Zealand is extremely crazy. It's really cool. Like yeah. all engine swap, any sort of swap is legal. But when you when you swap a car, you modify a car, you have to bring it in when you register it, and they'll inspect it to make sure you did a good job. And if you didn't like build your cage right, or if they think your engine work is shoddy, then they'll be like, no. But if you did it well, they're like, here's your sticker, and yeah. <laughs> you can have <laughs> you know a V12 in like a, a three wheeler or something, and they're like, oh, good job. Yeah, they're all go. crazy JDM stuff. You know, you guys would probably get beat down with those Delcia vans. You know, those like Mitsubishi oh, off road yeah. vans. They're oh, badass. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we know our friends live in a. They built a a house on the back of a flatbed truck. Like a giant flatbed truck, they put an actual oh, house right. on it, like wow. a wood house with yeah. brass fittings inside. Yeah. Look at that so Delcia! Really cool. These are always like two or three of these things at Radwood. They're yeah. rocking car porn. That's a great <laughs> little van. It is a great little That's van. A, a seat six, I think. Yeah, That's awesome. just need There's a modern day synchro. Need to bring yeah. the V-dub synchro oh, back. Yeah. Tim, Google New Zealand house truck real quick, just so I can. I'm sure with our amazing SEO, it'll be the first thing that comes up because our our shit was shared. Uh, where's the New Zealand house truck? No, no, down. That was that was theirs. But go down, 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 right, top. Uh, wait, where is it? Oh, nah. Fuck, where's the thing? Just keep scrolling down. Hmm. Oh, on the all the way on the right there, Tim. Down one. There, that's it. There's a lot of truck houses in New Zealand. Yeah, they love this stuff, and they, they I do. think they avoid some kind of taxes. What? There was Probably. some sort of straight gypsy right there. I think we need yeah. to move to New Zealand. <laughs> it's great. I'm all it's in. very great. Uh, it's, it, honestly, I'm all for, in too. It may yeah. not have enough money <laughs> for you guys. I feel like you guys crossed so much land that it may be too small a country. Just do 500 days there. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Call, it, call it done. Yeah. yeah. I think you guys would be you'd love Australia though. Yeah, that's the outback is big and mean, yeah. and you probably like yeah. that. Yeah. I would, <laughs> you'd I'd probably like that. like that. But it's it's funny because you're not the first one that when we threw out Australia that New Zealand came up. They're like, you should really check out New Zealand. It's all about yeah. the builds yeah. down there. Yeah. Oh, that interior picture, Tim, right where you just were up, up, up. No, no, one up there, up there. That's the interior of their truck. Wow. It's very cute. That is. It rad. looks like a little tiny house. Yeah, that is rad. Yeah, it's decorated. It's got stained glass. <laughs> Could you imagine what that nice. weighs? My God, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't move it. very far. <laughs> no. Yeah, I was no. gonna say you don't. It can move, but it doesn't. <laughs> they, no, they they moved um, it once from when they, <laughs> they built moved it. it once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they, they drove it like twenty kilometers once, but it's not really meant to be moved. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys were awesome, man. They were fucking. It was cool. I, I took so when we were in Iceland, I took the ferry from Iceland to the mainland to return a press car, and there were a lot of uh, Defender nineties on there. Oh, that's. And right. a lot of them had license plates from all the countries they'd been to, or stickers from all the countries they'd been to, and you know some of these people were just 
oh, we went to Africa and then we went up to Holland and now we're in Iceland and we're going to dip around to Norway or wherever they're yeah. headed, you know? That's bitches. That's pretty a rad. life. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys, and you guys are so comfortable being you know off the grid mm -hmm. and and out of t out of communication that i feel like that there's so much world that you guys yeah. need to be seeing it's, oh, totally. it's like anything though it's like we feel like we're growing into something mm -hmm. you know every time we accomplish something or set a goal then we realize maybe it's just staging us or posturing us for the next big thing so yeah it's definitely in conversation for something sure something that happened with us is yeah we had the talks we want to go to africa i want to you know go to all these places and when it came down to it it's like how much of our U.S. country have we really seen? Like yeah. that's fair point. Yeah, yeah. fair point. Yeah. Most people do not see enough of America. No, and, and it's not taking the I eighty, the I ninety across the country. It's taking the back roads and mm -hmm. seeing the old towns that nobody even sees and the farms and and mm -hmm. that's kind of what we yeah. enjoy doing. We felt we were doing like a disrespect to the country by not thoroughly traveling every nook and cranny of it, and that really was what allowed us to uh sure we bounced around socal at first and the weekends turned into week-long trips turned into a month-long trip and then we realized even though we uh jumped three states on a on an adventure we missed so much mm -hmm. you know those little backcountry mom and pop shops that you hang out for four hours and and chit chat with them are the things that make our life what we enjoy most about it mm -hmm. so well, we meet the locals and they they give us the sweet spots you know what i mean yeah. you got to check out this place yeah, so yeah. It's, yeah it always turns into one thing leads to another leads to another yeah, yeah you can just you can just i mean because you guys are so free you can just spiral out like you can do america in 10 years from now it could be 10 years mm -hmm. like I, I would say because of your abilities and your drive and your comfort of just being together wherever the fuck you are mm -hmm. like it's almost like a superpower like you should take it to other countries once you're done with this yeah. one because you have an ability that I think very few people have. Yeah. I you, appreciate that. Yeah, that's definitely a mindset that we <clears throat> had a lot of conversations about and it it feels rad to have like our own little sweet spot in, in North Carolina and we're not from North Carolina where yeah. it feels like <laughs> home right there where, where we camp for a week and we've returned four times because that was rad, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mexico. So, yeah. there, that's another sweet spot yeah. too. In Mexico There's or New, New Mexico? New Mexico. Where in New Mexico? There's... Down in the southwest corner uh, is a little national park called City of Rocks. City of Rocks? Yeah, Sick. and you it's not one that I've heard a lot of people talk about, mm -hmm. and we were just traveling. Tim, can we get some pictures of City of Rocks National Park? Is this a, is this one worth seeing if we're in the area? Uh, oh, it's yeah. I, I love a good top, national park. Top three for us. Really? Yeah. What's but so magical about the City of like Rocks? It's like the Flintstones. It's oh, really? tiny. It's only a few acres. Oh, so there's a couple City of so Rocks. Cute. Yeah, you got to look up. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You guys, have you been to Goblin Valley? No, but you I've heard haven't? of it. Goblin no, Valley it. is, oh, you will love it. It's in Utah, and it is a... Click on... That looks, yeah, it's a bunch of little hoodoos. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Goblin Valley. Goblin Valley oh, is a yeah. bunch of stone mushrooms. Wow, that's it's oh, like that's a awesome. huge field of stone mushrooms. It looks kind of like this, but actually even more dramatic. So that looks small. very fun. It's in the middle of a bunch of plains, and wow. we camped there. We went there for one night, and Can we you bring stayed your Jeep for three out days. The middle there, absolutely. Oh, cool. Got to stay on the maintained roads, but yeah, yeah. we were we were there the by ourselves. We own the place, so See, that's real. nice about those little parks in the middle of nowhere. Right. Like nobody shows yeah. up. Tim, Man, give I me a picture a rally of Goblin course. Valley. Yeah, actually, in the aerial, I see a rally stage. A hundred percent. Zach is right. Zach is there. Yeah, Goblin Valley right there. Is yeah, oh, see, yeah, this exactly. is the same kind of deal, right? Giant stone mushrooms. Epic. Where is this? Utah? I'm, yeah, this is in Utah. I, I'm i not saying that I, I specifically endorse doing drugs here because that would be a crime, 
But I'm just saying, if one were so inclined to look at a, a <laughs> photo of plants, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> where there were hallucinogens. It looks like a clothing optional it's, place. It's <laughs> and those, so it's hard to get a sense of scale, but those... Uh, stone mushrooms are like ten feet tall. Yeah, so you can you can climb them, yep. which is it's badass. That's so right. a lot like yeah. this. You nailed a smaller it. Yeah, version. same kind of you deal. Yes. same kind of deal. We have the same taste in little parks. Is. This you, is perfect. You walk around barefoot out there, and there's <laughs> no one around. It's it's awesome. That's got to be it's lovely. Beautiful. And I bet you get very dramatic uh, uh, light and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, like so Alabama guys, Hills. Like Alabama Hills, yeah, Alabama Hills in Central yeah. California. Uh, yes, we've heard of it, and I've looked it up, and I know exactly where it is, but we've not been there. It's very pretty. It's outside of Lone Pine. Oh. And it's it's like you know sand, and then there's all these kind of globular rocks bigger wow. than those and more spaced out, and then r the backdrop, if you look west, is like the entire lower Sierra Mountains, oh, and there's like fourteen yeah, years and twelve thousand. Like yeah, it's it was the setting for uh, the the movie the TV set for uh, Lost in Space back in oh, the day. Okay. So it's like they use it for they used it for yeah. Mars. Look at you that. know that Super picture there, dramatic. too. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah really I love cool. it. Fantastic light. See that? Like that's that's lost in space right there. That's that's exactly <laughs> what it reminds me of. Is that same place. Very very dramatic. Are you guys are you guys uh, photography nerds as well? Uh, you know what? As much as we want to say, yeah, no, not really. Oh, man, we're, I feel we're starting like, to get I feel into like that. You guys are you're in, you're in these landscapes uh -huh. all the time. You know, we t we we started out doing a ton of cell phone pics. Uh huh. I, I'm I've become what what they like to call what our friends like to make fun of me as a picture hoarder. I just snap <laughs> photos of everything. It's digital, so I have man. A bazillion. Digital, it's digital fuck it. Yeah. Well, Media have... is so cheap. What's the difference? <laughs> it tells you, you you see how many hard drives she carries with her. Mm. <laughs> well, now you guys are saving weight. You're using SSDs, right? Right. You must right. be. They're, it's like yeah. grams now. <laughs> it's a, every gram counts. And, and right? you're an enabler. <laughs> At this point, you're an enabler. <laughs> well, it's bad when you have over 200 gigs. Yeah. in your phone plus another 64 that the phone comes with and it's mm -hmm. full at all times mm -hmm. i understand so but i re we recently got a camera a canon t6i okay and so i've been learning i've been learning to take night shots and that sort of thing and we're getting there well the it's pictures on your smile. instagram are well composed and full of rich colors right so there's something going on oh, there. there you go Definitely. you got a circular polarizer you get a circular polarizer you want that okay and then you want a neutral density filter that's it that's all mm -hmm. you need Boom. Science. And Done. if you have an extra bar to clamp something, maybe a tripod. Right. Maybe. I do have a tripod. Because you're, I mean, if you're camping in the desert, star trails, it's all about star trails. Oh, we see the most gorgeous scenes, and in the past, we just never knew how to capture them, and so that's what I'm trying to finally pick up on, is, yeah. is capturing She spends the yeah. majority of her time playing with cameras now. Good. You yeah. should. If, you, yeah. if you're getting to these landscapes... Mm -hmm. And being there when the light is good is the hardest part. Right. You guys have solved that. It's just what settings do I put on the camera and where do I point it? That's exactly. it. Um, what, uh, have you guys ever had a uh, crazy like wildlife encounters that really yeah. uh, rattled you? Or? We've never been rattled. Not much scares us anymore yeah. unless it's of like the two-legged nature you get some creeps out there but yeah. we've had that yeah. more than animals oh, really yeah. Yeah. oh yeah oh yeah you get that the wild crackhead <laughs> <laughs> these natural environments they start, they start to pack up it gets dangerous 
No. Here we see a pack of wild crackheads. <laughs> <laughs> They're known to swarm, but you can distract them by throwing salt on the ground and running away. Oh, fuck. You gotta like get a stick, like 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 Steve always to like lift the rattlesnake, and he's just like. I guarantee that's gonna be replayed every time we see one. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So I think the gnarliest wildlife would be like bobcats and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, even a house cat's a little spooky if it wanted to get after you. Yeah. So. <laughs> you had a fox. Ooh. One time that got kind of upset at you and took your shoe and sock and took it across the desert and then away shit from camp. On the other one that left Sneaky behind. Fucker. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I don't know it. why I was expecting you to see like mountain lions and no. stuff like that. No, I think you see bears. The, you or something? see those? Well, yeah, you see them, but we just haven't had anything spooky happen. I mean, we're pretty out there with the rigs and ourselves. We're not hiding, so we're not sneaking up on much. Right, right, right. You know, you guys have like hang your food and all that kind of stuff. Or we do that. Bear boxes, okay. uh, things like that. We yeah, if we, we go have up perimeter. to the redwoods. Yeah. We've had to do lock boxes. Yeah. Perimeter like security where we run trail cams and things like that, so that we can capture what's actually out there. Uh-huh. Oh wow! Probably the worst wildlife thing there is is a pack of damn raccoons. Oh yeah, gnarly. Oh, now that you say that, we've had raccoons across the country. Doesn't matter what state it's in. <laughs> God. Where were we? Was it Wyoming or what state was it? We were camped by that lake. No, tried to come all into night the long, tent like right every at my hour. Head. Really? Yeah, it was spooky. Like, I've I've never there's some nasty fuckers. <laughs> no, they're there. and they're clever. They're, they don't back down either. Mm-mm. They're gross. Yeah. What kind of like? All right. What luxuries do you allow yourselves on these rigs? Mm, that's a good call. You can't leave it all behind. No. What's have, on there that doesn't really need to be there? But you go, nah, I want this. I carry like a little RC car with me, a little four by four. Like uh, I agree with that decision. Yeah. yeah, that seems fun. Yeah, around the campfire or. or uh, posted up somewhere. That's like my one thing. That seems fun. Yeah. Those are impressive. Like the, yeah. the fully well, they're scaled. scaled. Yeah, they're they scaled. Like, they articulate. It's like weird. when we first started doing this, uh, I used it as a tool for her to see how things react because they are scale. They'll they'll still tip over at the same place. They'll still lose traction or gain traction in certain articulation and and also even as far down to breaking down the links and understanding suspension geometry and stuff. It all plays into the scale RC. And then oh, helps her kind of wrap her head around, okay, that's that's not scary because this doesn't do it. And then when she's in those situations, it's applicable. Oh, did that work? Did, wow. this, did the RC car yeah, give you confidence yeah, in the real articulation? Do. It did a good job. And especially understanding because when I got my Jeep, I didn't know anything about automobiles. Like I didn't know how to change oil. I didn't, any, I, I didn't know how to drive a stick. And so I, I got this Jeep. Miss Tina is her name, by the way. <laughs> I kept wanting to that's say Miss Tina. two words? Miss Tina? Yep, Miss okay. Tina. All right. <laughs> and uh, I didn't know how to drive her, so I had to learn to drive stick. And uh, It's a brave for- move, though, buying a car you don't know how to drive. Right, right. Why did, you, why did you do that? You know what it came down to? I started doing all this research, and everyone's like, well, if you want to be a badass and you want to learn to, to off-road and wheel, you drive stick. Meanwhile, how's, how about Yeti's automatic like, over here? Sensible. Yeah, that like, should have been my yeah, luxury. Like, right? God, I sit in traffic. This, that's stupid. He's over there sanding off his shifters. Like, yeah, mine's a manual too. Well, now I, I look back, and, and, and it seems more like the oldies say that. Now everyone's yeah, like, yeah. why would you do that? I thought automatic was better because you never break traction. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Well, her, I, the sketchiest situations she's found herself in is where you're trying to downshift or upshift on some sketchy off camber hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you lose that forward momentum. Yeah, and it I need gets, three feet. I didn't yeah. have it. Mm-hmm. You gotta learn heel to, watch yeah, my heel toe, toe tutorial. Yeah. My heel toe oh, tutorial. Got you. Go. There you go. I just think, I, yeah, now it's like with, with the automatics being really good, it's much more about just 
being able to choose your own gear than it is having that clutch pedal at this exactly. point. Right. Exactly. That's true. But good for you for buying this. And you're an enthusiast. Yeah. Now so you can do that same looking down on other people who can't drive <laughs> stick. <laughs> they did to I you. I get it all the time. I get it all the time. Well, it's probably better if, if you learn to drive off-road in a manual and then you change to an automatic. You have the skills. You understand how the system works. Right. Where, where if you go from like a, an automatic... Which is what, what I've driven in off roading, which is very limited, but then I can left foot brake, and it's almost like a crutch. Because yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, I always have control over the drivetrain no matter what. Right. Versus you have to like plan your, your moves a little bit more. Right, exactly. Would, you know, not. Oh, sorry. Would you, would you say if we did the LS swap, you would stick with like the AX15, the, the manual, or would you go auto? I've considered that, but the more. Man, when we travel through like LA and San Diego. I'm like cussing that, that yeah. clutch. Yeah. Like, no way. Uh-uh. I want an auto. Yeah. It'd there you go. We understand. That. <laughs> we understand. We understand. She's like, don't judge me. You see that? You see that don't judge me look she gave you? <laughs> Bro, I don't, ju- I don't judge off-roaders who want to drive yeah. automatic at all. No, that's all good. I want to like I, I want to put you guys in a $180,000 Range Rover. I'll take it. I think it. that'd be... I, that'd be, I, I just want to watch him hit the button for like... No, I just... Ascent. I want to see you yeah. take that... Oh, oh no. Oh, oh, the hill ascent, ascent button. Oh, yeah. Have well, you seen this? Look hill at his, ascent. Tone, his tone and his voice changed, too. It was so hill, probably like, I just... Oh. Because I want to see your experience with hill ascent control. Oh. It's a cruise control for rock crawling. Wow. It's yeah. the opposite of what you're yeah. trying to do with life. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're out there trying, like, no doors. I'm going to endure yeah. this rain and have this experience and build my character. And this is like, hit a button and another button. And then it's and just And then like, I'm going to go to that exact same place you go to while getting a seat massage. Right. Yeah. It's perfect. Hot stone massage. Oh, that's Mercedes. Oh, the Mercedes does the hot rock massage. Yeah. That's a real thing they do. Let's see. What are. Let's talk about. Since you guys have experience breaking Jeeps and building Jeeps and all this stuff, like if someone at home has like a Wrangler and goes, I want to replace the weakest thing about my Jeep for off-roading and get and just improve. What do I, where's the most bang for your buck to go off-roading with a Wrangler right now? You know, it's, it's the simple things back to basics. It's like shocks, tires, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe a leveling lift. If you're just like entry level, that does a ton for you i, I bought everyone doing 37s now is that what you want the 35s or 37 we're, 30, we're we're old school we run 35s because they're practical and we push tons of miles mm-hmm. uh and then we've also had to haul our spare tire up a hill and things like that where it gets ridiculous with 37s although the adr is running that just because of the size and the wheelbase of mm-hmm. that rig mm-hmm. we had to get the belly up uh, it still comes down to the basics to me. It's the same thing probably uh, any old guy would tell you is, you know, just make it right for what you're going to do and then grow into it. The weakest point, I think, of out-of-the-box JK, if it isn't a, a Rubicon, is front and rear axles. I'd, what are you? Yeah, you mentioned Rubicon axles before, and I didn't want to stop you. I, I didn't pick up on it. Or what's yeah. the difference? Splines, yeah. Oh, is it the number yeah. of splines? Splines, and then uh, factory, they come front with a Dana 30, which is a little tiny baby axle, and rear 44. Uh, Rubicons, right out of the box, come with selectable lockers, better mm-hmm. gear ratio, oh, okay. 44s front and rear splines. Uh, just more robust. If someone's going to go wheeling, should they really just get the Rubicon? Would that There's, make, see, their, life, a, that make their life a lot easier later? It it's a trap because yeah, if you plan on keeping it that way, but almost every Rubicon that really goes out and go goes wheeling has no what? Rubicon parts on it. Oh yeah. really? It depends wow. on what type Stepped of wheeling you mean. Yeah. Right. Whatever. Because yeah. yeah. well, it could be have... light or it could be extreme. Well, 
I, I think the people who are going extreme are not the kind of people we're giving advice to right now. <laughs> True. I think those pe- the people that are going extreme have moved past light yeah. and are or or they know what they, what they want. But yeah. like, cause it's the same thing. People ask me all the time about like Corvettes, for instance, base car or Z06, and it's like, well, are you going to modify it or not? Because if you're going to modify it, you can take the base car like well beyond the Z06 so, mm-hmm. for. You know, not much money, but if you want to keep it how it is, so, so that's sort of the same, same thing you're saying. Same here. mentality, but I'd say the Rubicon ultra capable. You know, it has like the hill ascent and all those kind of buttons too, where you can do that stuff. So it is good. Before I actually built uh, the Jeep that's called the Yeti, now I went out and bought a 2012 little two door JK Wrangler, and it was uh, completely removed from the experience I was chasing. You know, this rig's raw. Everything's raw. You can feel mm-hmm. every rattle, every bump, every every uh, noise is right there, and it's not masked. Even that little stock 2012 JK was too much for me, hmm. you know? Uh, so I would say those rigs are super capable out of the box, just like you were talking about the Land Rovers and yeah, things yeah. like that. They'll surprise you. Mm-hmm. I was out running with my buddies that have similar rigs that, to, to what I have, and they were, you know, I was keeping right up with them. Sure, there's a lot of belly rubbing and, and, you know, not wanting to rip off the plastic that's yeah. all around it, but uh, I think... I think I kept that Jeep for no more than 15,000 miles and sold it back to the dealer because it was just not that experience. Hmm. But if you're going to go down and buy a Jeep or any off-road vehicle, I mean, technology's there. The Like you said earlier, Jeep's not dumb. They're building them so that you can use them, and they're, they're very capable. So Yeah, I've gone to a couple of Jeep launches, and uh, this is like five years ago, and they had like the Jeep Liberty. Or like the Patriot were out there. Oh, yeah, the were, Patriot. It was, yeah, climbing, right? it was climbing the same trail. It was trail pretty good. The other one, you know? Surprisingly. I mean, right. it's a terrible, miserable piece of shit of a car. But <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. I know. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. It was, holding our did, you, did you see Yolo's oh, no, no. start backing away from him a little bit? It's fucking, <laughs> no. Like, it's a terrible, miserable Bad. car. But me and Zach, like, it, nobody wanted to drive it. It was like the new uh, Rubicon and the new Unlimited and the new all, Grand Cherokee and all that. And then there was this, like, sad. Like ugly cousin yeah this yeah. sad <laughs> ugly patriot and zach was like yo let's get in that I'm like, all right and it was good it, was, it right. just went up like, the same stuff all it at wheeling it was it good was, at wheeling yeah. right it was not good at being a car no or being yeah. something that's desirable in any fucking way <laughs> and, and that was and now the tech has evolved like we said with hill ascent descent control like everything's super smart mm-hmm. and it, it it's like a hardware thing and then a software thing 100 percent. and they just combine those yeah. two so i think what's cool is if you want to get into off-roading you can have a safety net mm-hmm. if you want to, or you can turn that stuff off and then yep. just drive the hardware. Yeah, right. Another uh, those vehicles are, I think, would excel in what the the label of overlanding is right now because some people they literally take fire access roads to go camping and mm-hmm. do that experience that's really popular right now. And those vehicles are more than capable of doing that. And then if you found yourself in a nasty washout or something, you could probably work your way through it. You know, so yeah, it makes sense. Car, the the crossovers and stuff like it's amazing. Some of them will surprise you, and then other ones are like like remember that Pathfinder? Yes, <sighs> the, uh, the Colorado we, one. Yeah, we we got a Pathfinder as a rental. I wish we and had a Patriot. Remember when Pathfinder? <laughs> right, <laughs> our kingdom for a Patriot instead of a Pathfinder. There, it was they they have ruined the Pathfinder. What a sad excuse yeah. for for uh, something called a Pathfinder. We no, overheated absolutely. the diff. It was Are it was open. It was me? open diffs yeah, on both. Trash. You know, so it was like. It was like running a stock, stock Subaru yeah. Legacy as far as uh, capability goes, but we overheated the diff and it couldn't climb anything. And the, I mean, the tires were dog shit on it, and yeah. it just right yeah, out of the yeah. box. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. terrible. 
It was terrible. We, uh, we had rented, we had asked for like a large SUV, hoping for like a Tahoe, which would have been fine. It was <laughs> Toyota Forerunner or similar, or, was what we had requested. Not, or go fuck yourself. Uh, or similar. similar. We got what you ordered <laughs> not right here. Similar. So and then once we, another time we requested a Tahoe or similar and got a Dodge Journey. Like, these aren't yeah. similar. <laughs> <laughs> these are very different. You're not squinting your eyes assholes. hard enough. <laughs> uh, in the last few minutes of the show, we're going to go to your questions on the Super Chat if you're watching live on YouTube. Are people watching on YouTube right now? Mm -hmm. Is our stream working? Mm -hmm. Does anyone yeah. give a shit about it? We'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stream quality, good. I like good. seeing that. Works on Sunday. It works on Sunday. Oh, the streaming works on Sunday? Better, yeah. Yeah. Fewer people on the internet in general. Is that what's happening? Hello, live Perhaps. people. Get on, if you want to ask uh, Yeti and Yolo questions for this, get on the Super Chat. Yeah, on YouTube. That's a nice little situ system so they the have set up for us. Over the next trip? Yeah, where are you going from here? Back to what's Iowa, the, right? Yeah. yeah, so next the, big big chunk of uh, road miles and off-road miles is here to the Midwest, and then we're going to jump on stage two of the ADR build, and that'll be the rebody part of it and start kind of getting the R&D stuff sorted and get some aluminum panels together and back at it. What portions of this uh, journey are you going off-road? Freestyle. It's I'm going to let YOLO point and shoot, and I'll try to chase her through. Yeah, I usually, if I'm not sitting passenger, I'm driving mine either way. Uh, I kind of take lead, and uh, really it's all Google Map. You know what I mean? I just kind of pick our route. We drive like tonight. I'm not sure where we're going to stay. We kind of just, hey, how tired are you? Huh, I could mm -hmm. drive for two hours. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes it's, I could drive till two in the morning. Okay, well, then I'll find something X amount of hours away. And That's real cool. You can do that kind of searching while driving? Respect. No. <laughs> no. We can do it like that. Right. <laughs> Matt, we've Not never, at all. We've never, we've we've never, never used Google, Google while driving. <laughs> well, it used to always be when I was sitting in the passenger seat, I could do that. Now it's like gas station stops, right. a few minutes here and there, putting it together. And, you know, that's why I say like the West, we go all the way up to Washington or out to New Mexico. You find national forests to stay at and we can disperse camp just about anywhere. Mm -hmm. The more we get out to the Midwest, it's more like truck stops or Ugh, random yeah. campgrounds Yuck. we can find. It's yeah. a little harder. There's a I lot more the Smoky Mountains. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I stepped on you, Zach. No. <laughs> Smoky Mountains are what? Awesome. Yeah. That was it. Oh. I didn't, that's, why, that's why I bailed. I had nothing. <laughs> um, there's a lot more national and state parks than I thought because, you, you know, you always have the, the, the ones that get mentioned the most are like Yosemite mm. and Yellowstone, da, da, da. And then I was doing permitting recently for a job and I was like, oh, I found a glob of forest right. and zoomed in. I thought it was just open forest. It's like, no, this is Butano State mm -hmm. Park. And right. then next to that is Big Basin State Park. Like all the green I was seeing tons was a state it. park. So there's tons of, yep. there's a lot more of mute than, than people think. Well, then too, if you're looking at the map, and you know how you, you look and you think all the green spots are all the forests. That's mm -hmm. not true either. Because you even look at Google Maps and San Bernardino Mountains aren't even, they don't even look like mountains on Google Maps. <laughs> and you but get there and you're like, <laughs> oh, this is bigger than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of times, like even when we went through Tennessee and some of those states, uh -huh. you, you look them up and there's national forests or little state parks. Like you just passed 20 of them, didn't even know it. Yeah. Or you're coming up to it and on the map it looks like nothing. Good I mean, this is going to sound very dumb. Is there a good database 
to find them uh, that's by a good call. you? I don't know about the database, but there's like uh, community like forums and things mm. like that that are really good about sharing that. So there's like Overland Bound is good at sharing yeah. locations. So all their members will input things like that, and they've kind of mapped it out to where you can uh, do a, a, a route, yeah, a route yeah, out. that kind of community. You could ask questions like, "Hey, I'm in this area, traveling this part of the mm-hmm. highway. Where would you guys recommend staying?" And people can jump on and give suggestions, yeah. but. Ultimately, uh, sometimes I'm looking on the map and I'll see a couple options. Maybe I even jump on Instagram and you know how you can look at locations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can find something awesome that Mm -hmm. way too. Good call. That's good. I'd say like Nevada, Arizona is in our near future for the off-roading to answer that question. And then I- You you must be able to drive across Nevada without seeing a road. Damn near. I mean, yeah. Just don't go to Area 51. (laughs) Everything else is pretty pretty chill. Exactly. I think we're limited on fuel range at that point. Yeah. Do you have modified fuel tanks or do you Uh, carry cans or anything? Usually yeah, carry at least a fuel tank mm-hmm. extra for each rig. Well, what do we times. always say? We never, never pass a gas station. Yeah, yeah. It's like you just stop, and you fill just, up. You only got a quarter tank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it's there, it's there. Yeah, Especially because yeah, yeah. you guys are so freeform, and you might yeah. want you might want to turn on the next dirt road exactly and right. fill up. Yeah, that's actually right. a rule that we have is like if both of our heads whip when we see a two track off the side of the interstate or something, it's mandatory we turn around. And those have been almost our some of our best days where we've been two weeks out there because awesome. we both saw something caught our eye. That's great. Yeah. It's funny. I, I used to get disappointed with like, okay, we're, we're driving. It's getting dark. Like we didn't even get to have a cool sunset at camp. And I started to realize like we would, we would wheel into a place in the middle of the night, have no idea what it really looks like. Just oh, yeah. know that we're in a, we're in a decent zone. Maybe they see deer crossing the road and stuff, go out to a spot where we finally stop and camp for the night, wake up in the morning, and it turns into this amazing spot yeah. that we never expected. It's to like find. that gift, That's that little cool. bit of gift. Of Better go the, go the other way. It's a painting of trees up, on a wall. Yeah, you wake up and you're actually in a McDonald's parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, we're in a Christmas tree farm in the middle of the city. Shit. <laughs> I've done pretty good at places, so he's let me take the lead because the more I got better at finding and finding places, he's like, oh. You're all right. Yeah, I'll, I'll trust in it. But we, we've woke up to like South Carolina and gators all around us. Oh, and we're yeah. like, oh, all right. Thank you for this elevated tent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How about that one time we were going, we were coming across, was it South Dakota across the edge of Nebraska? And I'm like, there's these dirt roads to this water. It was scorching hot that day. We were in just the Yeti. It was last summer. And I thought I found a couple sweet spots for us to camp for the night on the water, and we ended up in the middle of a farmer's field. Oh, we shit. Supposed to be Old there. man Peabody. Yeah. Death, death zone. Death <laughs> zone. Sure you, know, you never know what's private land yeah. when it's, you know, oh. someone owns a 20,000 acre ranch, and but they have a dirt road, you yeah. turn up and yeah. it's open. Well, you look yeah. on the map and it looks like road public roads you can go on, and then yeah. it turned into yeah. this, turned into that, and we're like, Ooh, we weren't Angry man with shotgun? Yeah. Is that exactly. what we're talking about? Yeah. We've been pretty fortunate, though. I think maybe... A, I'd say less than three instances like that. Most of the times it opens a conversation and they're tripping out on the rigs. And well, you don't have a rig doing. that looks like you're there to rob them. You, know? <laughs> yeah. that, it, you could start with that. How about that campground I found in Kentucky? Well, there you go. All good that, stories like, start with all good stories. <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. It was like 3 a.m. for uh, something crazy and we were exhausted and we roll into this campground that either you went right and you saw what was it a uh, civil war like civil war reenactment battlefield. area yes. like the battlefield or left was the campground 
Like, like there's guys in gray coats hanging out, or it was, there, she this was the off, but this it, was the off season. Well, they did do reenactments there, but it was Every the battleground. Day. But we, we pull into this place. It got weird real quick. <laughs> and it says it was a water access like campground, and we start going down this road that doesn't necessarily seem like it's going to a campground. It, it, it kind of well, the telltale was like the first five double wide trailers on cinder blocks. Oh, I'm like, shit. this is weird. Yeah. Yay. And? <laughs> so we get up to the sign, and it just says, what did it say? 10 bucks for camping, call Joe. And it has a phone number. And that's all it's it handwritten, says. Like, handwritten yellow sign. Someone made a campsite. I'm like, it's 3 a.m. I am not calling Joe right yeah, now. Yeah, like, we're not calling Joe, but we'll put the money in, and we'll talk to him in the morning, right? It was morning, a bad right? move on our part. <laughs> Joe was watching. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> he had cameras from back on the main road. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he was in one of those double wides. Joe we, would have preferred you call. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He, <laughs> he comes was, out and the first thing he's yelling is, "Why didn't you call Joe?" And we're like, "Who's Joe?" And he's like, "I am." Oh, was... <laughs> Dude was a straight silverback. It was gnarly. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah, he came out. On I picture fire. Vincent D'Onofrio in Men in Black. <laughs> yeah. Mortar truck all drone. Sugar water. On point. That's a hundred percent. It was a gravel parking lot and and grass. So we went to go towards the grass. And oh no, you don't you don't drive on Joe's grass. Oh, shit, it was Joe's grass? Oh, yeah. It was Joe's grass. <laughs> I put Scott Freed on there. Kids off my Yikes. lawn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. remember when we were filming that Red Safari 911, like the, the the last shots, we were down at this little river crossing, and there was a trailer like in the woods. We could see it wasn't that far, but it was like kind of an overgrown. Hadn't moved in like a long time. And this dude comes out after 20 minutes, and he's just he's wearing just overalls. <laughs> Sounds he's like Joe. very round, and he just like looks at us. And like goes back inside, and then he comes out, and he just takes out like a shitty, like crumply notepad, and just starts like writing stuff. And we're like, <laughs> we look at Lee, who we're with, and he's like, we should, we should go. And we're like, we we're on a road, but his front yard, and he's just like, this guy looks so suspicious, and you know, we're gonna end up like on a meat hook shady. somewhere. <laughs> Extremely shady. That's uh, about what we thought yeah. might have happened. Yeah. You, you had to have a talk with oh, you. Yeah. It was I a did. little. Yeah, we had a talk. <laughs> were you guys friends? Are you guys friends now? Yeah, you could. Loosely say we're friends. It was we we, he, we left by ten a.m. You know he's like eleven o'clock. You got to be out. We're like we'll be out soon. Sure thing, that. Joe. I just want a lock of Holly's hair. And I just, <laughs> when he, he leaned in for a long smell, it was so weird. Ooh. Oh god, <laughs> that's so creepy. If I could have one of your socks, you could stay for free. <laughs> talking, talking to Yeti. He was talking. To you. Well, it was awesome because he kept trying to tell us we need to go set our tent up on the grass, but we don't drive on the grass. We're like, you don't understand the tent is attached to the Blew jeep his on mind. top he didn't under, he didn't get it oh my god and so we had to have this <laughs> he thought we were mocking him so it just like ramped everything up i'm like dude oh we are but you can't understand that we are because that's fucked up. <laughs> and all he kept saying is your fancy jeep yeah right? oh my god you and your fancy jeep. you and your fancy <laughs> jeep <laughs> Joe, Yikes. you sad man. Like kid, yeah, you guys had some adventures, encounter yeah. some strange people. Yeah. Um, if you had to buy a cheap off-road car, what would you buy? You say off-road car. Or vehicle. Well, vehicle. Vehicle, cheap. Jeep. Uh, Jeep XJ, Cherokee. For oh, bang, Cherokee. Yeah, 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 bang for your buck. They have basically everything the little Wrangler has. You know, it has parallel leaves in the back, but those are good. Unibody. I, yeah, they're unibody. Big, big but space. cheap. 
that's the big part of that is like you know i think you pick one up for 1200 bucks if you shop them right mm-hmm. so. I, I just think big space in the back for a bed yeah true and, and it's yeah it's yeah. basically like a previa would you say <laughs> <laughs> dude a lifted previa would be awesome a lifted but, previa would but be a, awesome. a fun vehicle like not something that was meant to be an off-road vehicle it'd have to be like a sedan like i think someone threw around crown crown vic earlier those yeah crown vicks yeah i mean that rear stuff drive makes sense solid to me. axle yeah mm-hmm. it makes sense to rifto me. yeah someone built one of those for the gambler and they invited me with them and they're were, they're were all like 23 years old they're like we built an ls that's lifted the ls 400 oh i and, met and these crown guys. vic and they're like we're bringing guns and beer i'm like i don't know you at all <laughs> yeah i'm not getting in this car with you with these you things. sound like a party favorite yeah, have you heard of this point? thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like their friend joe's running the car have you heard of the Gambler yeah, 500? They reached yes. out to us and asked yeah. us to do something with them. I think they even have a bike uh, class now, they right? They do, Whoa. yeah. That's pretty cool. It that sounds good, except that like apparently you can hit each other, like that's okay. Well, now to I'm crash in. into oh, each I'm in, other. I'm in on that. It's, yeah, if driving. I go, it just seems like someone's going to be like, you I fucking watched your view of the S4, <laughs> you know, like, and really just... T-boned by a Volvo. Yeah, it's going to be really, really bad. Yeah. Fair enough. It does seem that everyone's building lifted, like, old sedans, though, yeah. which seems it, like fun. Well, it makes sense, right? There's a little bit of horsepower. Rear, yeah. Rear-wheel drive. You want drifting. Yeah. That's what you really... The whole yeah. point of all of this is, is sidewaysness. True. Easy sidewaysness. Mm-hmm. That was the error with the accent. The handbrake worked, but still... Still. wasn't the same. It's not the same. Not Handbrake the same. turns. You only do like, yeah, and then when I drove that Previa, he drove a Hyundai Accent that had 14-inch wheels. <laughs> yeah. You started it with a flip switch. Uh, we bought it zero hour in Arizona, basically. We were like, we needed to find a car. And this guy was like, runs, I drive it every day, it's 600 bucks or something. And it, and it made it. goodbye. Both cars made it through that trip, which mm-hmm. was impressive. That's something. 1,200 miles off-road in a Previa and a Honda. I think you need to hit us up next time. We'll have to make a that, buy. It's that very fun. Sure. Yeah, yeah, the the game is you fly into a city... And you just buy whatever you can Count get that in. day. That <laughs> and then you drive that does it sound fun. 1,200 yeah. miles off-road with no prep. <laughs> that could end really quick, it sounds like, whatever you can You know get. what? Can. We're always ready for that to happen, yeah. and then the fucking cars don't die. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we always, you know, we have Tim, oh, third time this show. We have Tim come in like a brand new F-150 truck, you know, from Ford, you know, four by whatever. Tim blew out three fucking tires. The other cars didn't have <laughs> any problem. 20 minutes. Yeah. 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 Well, one you you hit like a sharp rock on the P, side. P-rated tires, and I was going to eighty. On he, was was he was mobbing. Oh, you know details. With full payload. Details. Details. I'll tell you what, though, the Honda Accent did ninety on that same road. Fine. <laughs> Stock mobbing. Stock mobbing. The hell of Hyundai. Yeah. Oh my God, you know? the, that Hyundai. Remember when they Tom wanted me to drive? It was so gross. Like he would like he wore like rubber gloves and a mask like, to drive it. It was nasty. super super gross. Well, the interior was tan, but the shifter was black. <laughs> oh, I've, I've been in those cars, and it's sticky. Yeah, like that weird oh, black yeah. substance on the steering wheel. It's like, so hey. nasty. It was like hand butter or something. <laughs> so <laughs> nasty. People pay good money for that. Years of that. <laughs> <laughs> Joe might have paid a lot of money to smell that shifter. <laughs> I'm gonna get you guys freaking. For life. Consider this, yourself a member. This guy's going to murder me, whoever he is. My guarantee not on the internet. Oh Holy shit, that's so funny. You guys would probably pick vehicles that would work because you'd actually inspect them correctly. Whereas yeah. we're just like, looks no, the, I don't know. The, I the think problem it, is, if that was if you, the game, I would, I'd go all in just like that. Yeah, if you would start looking stuff... Then yep. no car will, yep. <laughs> will right. live up right. to even if it's like a thousand dollars, you can be like, Well, that's about to fall off and they'll go, Well, it's a thousand dollars and you go, I'll pass and hard pass. Hard <laughs> yeah. pass. True. 
The van, the Previa was shockingly nice for 1400 Very. And it was for the first day. It remained shocking. <laughs> no, it was really nice. It was very. It's like it clean was. condition. It was everything. Nice. Yeah, it was had good AC for, for a minute. Good for for uh, about a minute. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Minute. Then right until I handed him the money for it, and then it. <laughs> and then he went to, re- then he went to reload gone. it. And then he went to reload the uh, the condenser and did it incorrectly, and just he cooled the air around us. For like <laughs> yeah, it was super fucked like up. Ten seconds. So awesome. But those Washington the the backcountry discovery yeah. routes. If somebody wanted to to do some easy to medium off-roading with camping and all that stuff you can you can either order a map from them or you can download the plotters to an android tablet which makes your life like tim you were actually using that device didn't it was it so easy so easy right just follow the dot on the line and it was it was i mean if you you know for a lot of people for me i'm a huge pussy I love driving off-road, but I'm so afraid of having to walk 50 miles out of the fucking <laughs> desert. You know? And, or, and I also, like, I'm afraid of not knowing where I am. Ah. That's a fear of mine. You gotta get over that. I some know. Of the, some of the best stuff is out there. A lot of freedom there. on the other side. Yeah, yeah, baby. I mean, I can enjoy being in the middle of nowhere. I just want to know that I'm where I'm supposed to be in the context of this map. That's all. Is that so weird? No, Then you have an good. out on wheels and you're not walking. Yeah, I guess. It's not, I exaggerate the fear of walking out, but like, I just like to know where I am. I don't know. I could see that. I think, I don't, I don't think you'll be on the 750 next year then. There's a lot of middle of the nowhere type. Yeah, but if I'm in a caravan of 10 cars, I'm not worried. Oh, that. Then you're good. No, yeah, yeah and we yeah, have yeah. guns, you know. Yeah. It's all about what you're comfortable with, obviously. If you're yeah. with, if you guys yeah. would be like the parachute in that situation. Mm-hmm. If you're solo and you really don't know where you are, and you're not used to that. Yeah, I think we, we're go. not used to that. That'd be the difference. That's what it appeals to, and that's why we kind of put it together. Is because the participants. It's not that they wouldn't do it, but doing it on their own versus coming with yeah. us and coming Cutting in a group. Out it there. kind of right. yeah. gives yeah. them that confidence. Yeah, doing it in a group seems like fun. Right. Yeah. 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 You, you leave your like tears in the eyes, like a bunch of family by that point because of all the things you've gone through. You know, all the fixes and breaks and. And just epic adventure all yeah. together does that bond. So you're right. I could see where that fear that you're talking about isn't there in a group. Yeah, because when we were doing it, like, there were no adults in the room. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm, I'll follow an adult into the wilderness. Yeah. That's not a problem. I don't need to be the guy staring at the screen. I don't. I just, like... Don't want to be the guy that's in charge without a backup plan. That's all. My friends don't want to die out in the woods any more than I fucking do. We're going to wrap this up in about five to ten, folks. So if you have a question for Yeti and Yolo, throw it in the super chat for those of you listening live. And uh, I'm trying to think. Where are you guys trying to get to tonight? East L.A. You're going... Your eventual journey is the 10 East past Palm Springs? I think... Are you going to go north? I think we're going to take the... Is it the 15 yeah, yeah. to the 40? Because okay. I've never seen the Grand Canyon. Oh, go! And so I think we're going to go, go through Las Vegas. We're going to cut through Arizona and go up. Cool! Well, the, the north room, you can drive right up into it, too. Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. And so then you can go to Valley of Fire from there uh, if you haven't been there. Yep. Have not been cool. there. We've driven right by it, but have not been there. It's yeah. Right, that's rad. You'll be you'll, you'll you'll get out of L.A. and you'll instantly find somewhere awesome on the cliffside to go, mm. and That's, the Mojave Trail on the way there. Even yeah, oh yeah, yeah we love the Mojave Trail. Yeah. We yeah. were actually That's considering doing that. Have you done that trail before? Not no. the not the entirety. We've jumped on it. Well, when she did the Rebel Rally, did it do part of the? Mojave oh, you did trail? the Rebel Rally. Yeah, we had uh, one of the other competitors on here oh. before uh, the last one. Oh man, I'm blanking on her name. 
Wait, who? The the, the woman from uh the that was in here with the VA Jeep, with the six four Hemi Jeep. Oh, uh, and she did the Gazelle she, rally. Rebel right? rally. Was it the Gazelle? Because they're both similar. The Morocco a, or the U.S. one. Morocco. Oh, that's then gazelle. that's a gazelle. Oh, that's gazelle. Shit, so I'm sorry. I did the U.S. version. Oh, okay. Same yeah. thing, all women. Yep. Okay, cool. Where was Same the thing. Where did the U.S. one go? It starts just east of Tahoe on the Nevada side and goes all the way down to Glamis. Oh, cool. It's so, fun? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How many oh, yeah. days was it? Seven days total. Same, same deal? No GPS? No middle nothing. of nowhere? No Compass, contact? map. You just have massive blank maps and pens and rulers. So and, hardcore. Yeah. That's why she. I follow her. Everywhere we go, I'm like, I'm good. Cool. I'm good. But that's all women. So who went with you? Uh, so I had a navigator with me. And, and, you, and you go in in your rig. We went in my rig, uh-huh. and then she's a jeeper from Washington that flew down, and then we drove from San Diego up there. Cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Do they let you bring the trailer on that one? I did not. Okay. No so, trailer. So you got to have it all on the truck. Yep. Did you specially prep the truck at all or just ready to go? Oh, yeah. It, I prepped, you know, for a couple of weeks to get her rig ready for that. And at the time, we had a little shop in Escondido, California, and it was like blasting the hours out to get that rig ready. And the day before the rally, I pull it out and I was like, holy crap, this is the nicest this rig's ever looked. <laughs> Seven days later at the well, awards. Ten days later. Ten days later, I was like, this is the worst. <laughs> the shocks were blue. Like, it was just beat to hell. And I, I considered getting rid of it at that point. I was like, I cannot believe this thing is the same rig. I overheated the radiator and had some little parts that needed to be replaced. I, I uh, knocked a shock mount off. Oh, wow. Came Good dragging job. in yeah. the finish line on day four yeah. with the shock just dragging on the ground. <laughs> I mean, just straight three shocks. Well, hey, we've done that. <laughs> I didn't know it until everyone's like, "There's something dragging behind you," and I yeah, get out and I'm like, "Man, you didn't hear like ding, 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 ding." Well, because it, my my partner had never, you know, she comes from like rocks and snow. She had never done sand. She didn't know what whoops were, so it was funny explaining to her what what a whoop. I'm like, "These are whoops," and she thought it was I was making it up until later. She's like, "I hate." Well, she hits it too fast and shit breaks. You're like, now it's called whoops. Well, that's the thing because the sun was going down and you got to get to the to the final campground and uh, you're like miles out and you see it and you're just bombing it through the whoops. I mean, I treated that thing like that's it a was. a short wheelbase car yeah. too. It's oh, it was bad. That was a tough it was one. bad. Good for you. That's a badass fucking rally, man. Yeah. She was living. We were living out of that rig at the time. So as soon as she pulled it back in, I I patched it together and we hit the road. You moved back in. Yeah. Yeah. You had to stay with the. <laughs> I picture him sitting on a suitcase at the finish line, identical. Like looking at identical. his fucking watch. <laughs> Yeti thing. That is very funny. Are you sponsored by Yeti yet? No. The coolers? No. Do you no. have a Yeti cooler? No. Uh, I don't think we do. I think that seems very synergistic. Or you're going to get sued by them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, Matt. One of those two <laughs> things we're looking out. Yeah. Uh, let's do you go. use a cooler? Uh, you know, we do sometimes put a cooler on board. I think the majority of As our... As opposed fr- to fridge for anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you fridge yeah. it? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. So the center console yeah. in the Yeti is uh, like... A, a fridge, a snowmaster, which is nice. So, uh, cool. perishables are in there all the time, cold drinks, especially open rig in summer yeah. in the desert. It's big, but, uh, it's just like anything else, depending on the next leg of the adventure, we'll, we'll throw a fridge in one of the rigs or the trailers. And do you stay, uh, pretty non perishable? Is that how, is you that know how what? You I, like, I like to eat and I like to cook. So I pride myself on, you know, buying local. And, and preparing food like oh, that. Oh, that's good, so, yeah. yeah. It is harder with a cooler. When we got the fridge, that's when we could really... Yeah. 
Yeah, we can we can Shop haul game meat fruit. and stuff uh-huh. like that. So yeah, that ice management awesome. sucks. Yeah. That, the cooler is the way to yeah, go. Right. Exactly. Yeah. If you've so. got the cache, the the coolers yeah. or the I, the, fr- the fridge right. is the way to go well, for sure. Yeah. Then you don't have contam. One thing opens. Yeah. You have contaminated everything. The ice yeah. always melting. It's just yeah. a mess. Have they have they improved the wilderness cooking equipment? Recently, I mean, I've been you know, in an REI hey, you know, recently, but so I don't know. It comes down to this: open fire cooking is still the best. Oh, it's Straight that's still up. just the move. Campfire, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And if and if you have the space and and weight availability, cast iron still kills it. So cast yeah. irons always kills yeah, it. Right? There's not. There's, so. It's the next level. Remember, we did steaks by the river. Uh, Fuck yeah, dude! On the last trip, yeah, that was awesome. Super delicious. Yeah. I that's love my cast irons. Huh? Yeah. That's the best food. Open get. fire, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the? Oh, there's that. Who's the YouTube show they just sent us? That was like Mike Musto. Nino oh, sent yeah. it out. We have a friend who's like a kind of he's Italian, you know. Uh, uh-huh. And there's a guy who does like cooking by the campfire. His whole YouTube channel is campfire cooking with right. like. But and he was like, like a, he had like lobsters and yeah, all the kinds of crazy town. stuff. Like it was he's, serious. He's never gonna clean his hands, but um, uh, I'll find it. Yeah, let's go to the uh, let's go to the super chats and see if we have any questions. I saw a few questions came in for Yeti and Yolo. Uh, bah, a couple, a couple just straight up donations. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Where did the term "bro" come from, Jovan Lopez? <laughs> I think it's short for brother. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> this thing. How much Z- money did someone spend to ask that question? That's what's great. Uh, Two dollars. How common, Zachary Sold. Bennett? How common would you say it is to uh, start on a manual transmission without knowing how to drive it? Yolo, would you like to? Would you like to say how well, common is it? I, I would say everybody that drives a manual. <laughs> yeah. Everyone who starts on a manual doesn't know how to drive it. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a good, yeah. Well, you know what? I grew up with true. my dad saying, like, I need to learn. Because if there was ever an emergency and you had to jump in a vehicle and it was manual and you didn't know, totally. like, that's a ridiculous 100%. thing to not. Yep. Totally. So, All those carjackers' parents never taught them that. <laughs> so consequently, they could not carjack because it was manual. I think, so here's the thing. I know personally of three people who bought, excluding YOLO, who bought stick shift cars and then had me teach. I would go to the dealer, drive their car home, and then take them out and teach them how to drive it. And I did that three times. So it is possible. I mean, we're giving you anecdotal evidence, but like if Zachary there is considering going to a dealer or buying a manual transmission car and not knowing how to drive it, this lovely lady right here was able to do it with no trouble at all. Right. (laughs) Some trouble. With some trouble you were able to do it. Just a smidge. It's not bad. You didn't blow through a clutch, right? No, not at all. Yeah, you're fine. It's totally doable. (laughs) And I have a a YouTube tutorial series called How to Drive Manual Transmission, Parts 1, 2, and 3. Go watch that. Uh, I can't read that person's username. Ryakachu. There you go. Thanks. Converting a classic to an electric, like an old Jaguar XJS. Heretical or practical? What great classics have awful engines that could be replaced? I like this question. Mm-hmm. Not heretical. An old Jaguar, right? Grace, space, pace. Yep. You could make that fucker fast. Yeah. And a quiet, a silent Jaguar would be Ooh, nice. very graceful. And you're not changing the space. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. I drove an electric Volkswagen Beetle uh, that was way better than any gas Beetle <laughs> I've ever driven. Uh, let's see. We drove that uh, electric Honda cool. Accord from 1981. Oh, the Tesla. Tesla. Oh, yeah, there's a guy in beast. Reno who put a Tesla drivetrain in an 81 Accord. That sounds amazing. It's fucking fast. Yeah. I think I think any engine that is overly complicated and doesn't put out a lot of power 
like like the XJ12. <laughs> yeah. it, you know, it's it, if you, if you have a V12 and you're like, well, how much power you make? It's like 240. Yeah, like, it's a V12. It's a shitty V12. And if it doesn't sound, or if it doesn't sound like much, like what what are you losing? But with electric, you're gaining right torque and reliability. Right, you know? right. I would say that Jaguar XJV12s definitely make the best coffee tables. Right, it's about the only cheap, best they have. A very cheap V12. You can yeah. Get. Um, I think electric hot rodding is happening. Like well, this is a thing that's going to happen big now because te- people are crashing Teslas. How how yeah. long do you think till a robust four x four is electric? Well, the problem is range. They built right? one, didn't they? Didn't it? Somebody built EV a West Jeep. Did it, built a buggy. A JK. Uh, oh, that's right. There's that other company that had like a. It was almost like a startup. That they I bet built you'd be, it'd be probably in. great to drive. Yeah. You know, and considering most uh, off roading is, is slow, mm-hmm. I think the yeah. battery would last a while. It's this, the it's yeah. highway driving is what goes goes through these batteries real fast. Right. But I, I think I'd bet maybe ten years you could have. Solar panel tech would be at the level that you could have them all over the roof and probably the hood and stuff, and then you could ch- charge your battery while you're driving or camp for half a day or whatever, and they'll probably get the density like really that. good. I like that. Cool. I think it'd be rad. What do you think? Okay. See, I mean, that's really cool to hear from someone who has an LS swap thing because you know, so many people are like against the yeah. progress, but what would, you, what would you like about it? I think the torque is where it's at. From what I know from electric is it's on demand and it's massive, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Honestly, the... Everything you really need is traction to the ground, torque. That'd be fun yeah, I mean, as hell. It, even a close most course, like a competition would be rad in an electric Th- off-road. This vehicle. is the electric. Oh, uh, oh look at that, JK. Oh, look at that. Doesn't a lot of your That's off-roading badass. happen at like less than three thousand RPM anyway? Yeah, you're not you're not yeah. winding the shit out of your motor all the time, not are you? All the time. No. So you yeah. so an electric electric drive chain. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly think it's it's the availability of recharging mm-hmm. and the time for recharging because you could find yourself in the middle of nowhere and you can't go yeah. get a gas can like and you were saying back. the solar tech right. part i mean now there's solar cloth like the awnings that you pull out are, are solar and that's but right now it would you take just kill so it. long it would to charge forever. a car with a solar yeah. charger matter, matter of time though huh? yeah matter of time before it's just the oh, roof eventually. that runs the car forever oh yeah. True. event yeah but that would be a perpetual motion machine and i don't think that's going to happen Perpetual motion. No, like, well, because because you're still taking in energy from the sun. So perpetual motion is like you just you put right, energy once and it just goes and goes. Right, but the sun doesn't produce enough energy. Okay, so it's the wrong term. But the sun doesn't produce enough energy to well, we to can't capture it enough. That, yet, yeah, is what I'm saying. I don't think it produces enough. I think there's it's not possible to capture enough on one in, on, in, in, in the a, in a area square inch of or a something. car. Yeah. Mm. We have like pretty efficient solar panels. Like they're they're those are efficient designs, but but Moore's law, true. a couple more years. I was gonna say that's fucking... that's today's standard. So right, we said that about a lot of stuff yeah, 50 years but ago. I don't think solar panels have gotten drastically smaller, have they? So it'd be new tech that would have to introduce itself. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, you, I'll figure you, it out. You need to just have availability of charging from some other way i think or well, or like the other side would be the battery capacity gets huge and dense so you have a if you have a 400 mile range on road yeah and if you can charge with solar and get like a hundred a day you know be some sort of uh partnership with that mm-hmm. maybe with the move yeah, i mean if you, could, if you could guarantee like 200 off-road miles or something and then charge it in a normal you know drive into a town and charge it in a normal right. period of time yeah and 200 off-road miles is it's a lot tremendous for the average person I <laughs> yeah mean, i don't yeah. know if that's done in a weekend ever yeah you know, i mean so. like, i guess it uh, depends on what the the actual range is mm-hmm. of an electric off-road vehicle yeah i don't know it'd be awesome I mean, I guess weight isn't so much of an issue, so you could right. make something that's pretty heavy. Yeah, you know, 
I'm sure someone has thought of it. We'll, we're going to get a million fucking yeah, tweets after this. Yeah, we will. It'd <laughs> be cool, but like your trailer, you have your trailer with a battery tray in there as like an additional right. charge source. Yeah, that'd be bitching. You, know? and you could yeah. just leave it at camp. Same mentality as carrying the extra fuel. Yeah. Or maybe if they did come out with some sort of a flexible mm. uh, solar panel that was like almost like one of those Mylar space blankets mm-hmm. that you could unfold. They have that and already. have a job. Oh, they really? have that. Yeah. 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 Well, so you know the pull out awnings like we have on the rigs. Mm-hmm. Those are like a sun. Shade? Yep, those are those are solar panels now. Fuck off, Tapui tents. Yeah, the same tent company. Or just like a blanket type sheet you lay. So all the the soft goods can be now solar as well. I wonder what the someone will have to come in and explain what the math is and how long Mm. it would take to charge an electric car on that. Ridiculous right now, but yeah, not very good. Yeah. yeah, but if you got nothing to do but sit there and let the sun cook yeah. you, I like guess. Go fishing and <laughs> yeah, I mean, it definitely they have they have solar panels are enough to power accessories and mm-hmm. to keep right. batteries charged, right. but right. the making a car move takes a lot of yeah. juice. Yeah. Can you? This sounds dumb. Can you get a two forty volt putt putt generator and how and how much diesel does that run? Like <laughs> you actually can that that Jeep that I brought up earlier. That's, yeah, they would carry a generator <laughs> with it. And share, yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. That's what there I was thinking. Know. How much fuel you carry? Well, right, because yeah. yeah. right, yeah. if you could get a full charge out uh-huh. of like you know two gallons of diesel, that might actually Extended be stay, worthwhile. Right? Yeah. Uh, oh, to the second half of the person's question: What great classics have awful engines that could be replaced? Great classic with an awful engine. A Jaguar XJ12 is a good one. International Scout too. Any uh, Rolls Royce from the 70s. Anything mm-hmm. from 1980s. Any car from 1974 <laughs> through 1983. Most British, most Italian cars before <laughs> now. The La Forza SUV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the any BMW era Range Rover. All Volkswagens, 1939 to 1996. Yeah, terrible. And some after that. All diesel Volkswagens. That's kind of where they're headed, right? Um, Last one. Luis Gonzalez, opinion on 1990s Land Cruisers. They're Mm. the shit. Tim, our resident, Tim is our, I'm I'm the Toyota, Tim's our resident Toyota expert, FJG, FJZ 80s and LC 100s and 200s, all of them. Super desirable right now, right? For sure. Yeah. Super desirable. I guess guess Yeti would go with the 80 because it's a solid front axle and after that it switched up, but it's a little underpowered, Mm -hmm. huh? Yeah. Drop LS in it. There you go. <laughs> well, that's, uh, be done with it. a friend of mine is having a certain a certain someone who works with Land Cruisers mm. do an LS powered uh, like a ninety five or a ninety six. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Land Cruiser for for my friend. Nice. But I, I I have to be co- stupidly coy about it. I'm sorry, but TLC, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's just a, a reason that I don't want to. I just don't even fucking yell that. Okay, I just want to go through my day without getting yelled at on Good Sunday. Luck. That's Good all. Luck. That's all I want in my life is to not get fucking yelled at. No yelling on Sundays. Don't yell at me on Sundays. Damn it. Well, guys, this was really fun. I'm glad you guys could stop by. Yeah, thank I hope you. it wasn't too far out of the way. No. Not at all. Appreciate you having us. Oh, absolutely. And if when you circle back on your loop through, you can tell us how your journey was. Hey, deal, yeah, cool. deal. Really cool. We'll have uh, you guys. Plug stories. everything. <laughs> plug everything. Where should people find you? I'd say social media is the the best go to to follow our adventure and all the builds. Can you be a little more specific? Yeah, Instagram, <laughs> all of them. No, uh, Instagram at the Jeep called Yeti and the Wild Yolo, and then the website. Uh, Yeti built Yeti dash built at yahoo dot com. That's it. Yeti hyphen built at 
Wait, what? That's your Yeti hyphen built dot com. Yeah, okay, cool. Gotcha. Yeah. On YouTube. You have a YouTube? Uh, yeah, the Hustle YouTube is Hustle and Rome. Oh my God, you guys have a lot of different names. We're going to have to condense these names together <laughs> into one common brand, I think. That's going to simplify. It's going to help you guys get more audience because people have a very short memory. We'll put it all in the description. Uh, mm -hmm. So just go click on your podcast thing. Live people, if you've been watching live, we thank you for your time on this Sunday afternoon and evening. Yeti and YOLO off to uh, Iowa to freeze their asses off <laughs> and build a sweet Jeep. Thank you guys very much. Oh, yeah. The Smoking Tire Podcast is powered by Shout Engine. Get your own damn podcast at ShoutEngine.com. It's easy. You just need something to say, a microphone to talk into, and then the internet to listen. That is all. Happy Sunday. Good evening. Peace. Adios. Peace.